What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is episode 28 of your mom's favorite threesome. And we've got your weekend recap uh, ready for you here today. Obviously, Mother Nature struck again last week where we were unable to podcast together. Um, so it kind of feels weird. You know, we've gone a few weeks in a row missing a podcast. So um, it's nice to be back. It's nice to be back here to discuss some sports. There is a lot going on, even though football has ended, RIP. Um, but we've got some football news. We've got some NBA news. We're talking college baseball, college basketball, maybe a little bit of softball, uh, all sorts of little things to talk about. So it's going to be a fun-filled episode. But before we get to all that, let me go ahead and get the guys coming on here. What is good, guys? Oh, man. I wish you would have worded that differently. I mean, crazy. Absolutely crazy. When you said it, you knew I you knew, fucked yeah. up. You, gotta you, you, you up. You gotta watch what you say. You gotta watch what you say on here. Um, but I'm good, man. How are you? You doing good, Philly? Oh, yeah. I'm doing good. It's a beautiful day outside. <laughs> it's a beautiful day outside. Finally have some nice weather getting rid of this uh, snow and ice. Fuck so that, that is nice to uh, yeah. be able to This is golf weather, man. Enjoy. I'm surprised well, you're not out well, there. Well, the course is a little too soggy. So That's we're, true. We're, we're yeah. going to wait. The problem is what we needed was like we needed one week in between this and then get this weather. And then it would be perfect. So you can't go out there. Uh, I think it's going to be 70s Thursday. You can't go out uh, there you Thursday. You might push it, yeah. It's, it's going to be 70s all week. Friday. We're going to be 70s talking. 70s all week. 70s yeah. all week. Oh, we're we talking might about doing outside. Today was the point. coolest day, I believe. So <laughs> Yeah, we've got 76, 78, 75, Ooh. 78. Hello, spring. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hello, Hello, spring. Who's a we can bring out? I know, no. <sighs> yeah, patio weather episode. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Call it happy hour. Um... You guys do anything interesting this weekend? Uh, not really. Not Just, really. No, I worked. Like always. Fine. <laughs> fine. Nothing fine. So. Just get caught up on shows and, you know, movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. Well, we will talk about that later because we do have a new segment we're going to introduce here tonight. Uh, when, when we get to our entertainment, kind of what you're watching. So we'll kind of go over that, see what, uh, what everything's going on there. Uh, but let's go ahead and start with the NBA. NBA. Um, you know, it's kind of the focal point now um, going forward. You know, we're getting close to the playoffs. You can kind of see things starting to form, storylines going. Um, so let's go ahead and start with Antoine, your power rankings, and what you got going. Yeah, I got my power rankings. Um, looks a little different this week. Uh, I have uh, my Bulls sitting at number five. Um, number two team in the East. I believe they're seven and three their last ten games. Shut up. Um, I know what you're about to say, personally. Anyway, uh, 73 of the last 10 games, I still feel like they're the most consistent team on the Eastern Conference. Um, and I feel like they'll be back at the number one spot soon enough. At number four, we have the Warriors. Oh. Ooh. The Warriors are number oh. four right now. Not Yes, they're the number two team in the West. Slipping. But the Warriors are five and five their last ten games. Actually, the Warriors are two and five their last seven games. Um, Struggling. I don't know what's going on with the Warriors, but they need to figure something out. Whatever they did earlier this year isn't working, so they need to have a game, uh, a plan B. Uh, well, specific. I'm putting Steph. this blame mostly on Steph. Yeah. Steph Curry, even though he had, you know, he started at the beginning of this year hot. He had all the MVP talk. Steph Curry is a career 42% three-point shooter. Was he shooting career, this year? Career, 37% from the three-point line this year. 
Um, Slipping, so, man. I don't know what's going on. He put on this wonderful display, you know, on warm-ups. Uh, I know you guys watched the video. But I don't know what's going on with Steph, but Steph and the Warriors need to figure it out because I would hate for them to go into the, the playoffs as a number two seed and lose in yeah. the first round because right now they need to figure it out. And the teams they lost to were actually, you know, ranked like, you know, top eight teams too. So Real quick, I had two things. Uh, first, let's talk about the video for a second. I know it's pregame. I understand all that. But you, when you watch this guy shoot and do the things that he does, you're just like, my God, this dude's not even human. I mean, the, the effortlessness. Uh, is that a word? Effortlessness? It is now. Effortless. Effort. Yeah. Well, I know, but it, to be – I don't know. It's fine. Him being the, the way he can do things, I mean, he was like – just you know, started with a crazy just like uh, – I mean, teardrop kind of deal where throws it up, makes it so it starts working his way back to where all of a sudden he's shooting nearly half court shots, just you know, swishing, then works his way back in, and then finished with another crazy shot. I'm telling you, it's just he's he's gonna go down as one of those guys who's got to be what top five most entertaining to watch. Yeah, I agree with sure. that, man. He, the way he shoots is just. I, <laughs> Dude, I don't even think you could compare. But you know what's crazy? If you think about Steph Curry, he's the all-time three-point shooting leader or, you know, all-time in threes. Yeah. You know he ranks in all-time scoring? I know. It's pretty low. It's low. 49th. Yeah, I was going to say, I I remember I saw something this year about that. How crazy is that? You would think, like, he'd at least be top 25. Right. Right? No, he's 49th. He's sitting right under Antoine Jameson. You remember Antoine Jameson? USC huh? legend oh, yeah, Antoine Jameson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and a former uh, teammate of uh, old Michael Jordan. Yeah, he did play yeah, on the Wizards. Right. Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah, yeah Antoine Jameson. Um, but, but that's crazy to me. That but, yeah. is crazy. But here, are we going to say second point was, um, are we really going to sit here and pretend like the Warriors aren't going to figure this out? Because obviously they're going to figure it out. They're not going to be a first round knockout. There's they will, like that. but it just seems like, I don't know if it's Clay coming back. It just seems like they lost some spark. Work, yeah. No, they, they need lost sure. a little need to spark. Pick me up. And that's, I'm not worried about sure. them. I don't see them falling to, like, the yeah. fifth seed or anything like that. They'll figure it out. It just, you I know, mean, you look at the Suns have right lost now a couple games yeah. recently, well, too. Yeah. So. I mean, it just seems like, you know, LeBron kind of set this whole deal uh, a couple years ago. Well, probably about five, six years ago to where it's like you just kind of, like, got to just make it to the playoffs. You know, you just get everyone healthy. You know, try to be playing, you know, good ball, but kind of just make it just, you know, even if you're just kind of like slowly, you know, limping into the playoffs. As long as you get there, everyone's healthy and everything, and then it's just like you turn this new, next, you know, gear. And obviously we, we know the Warriors have that next gear where they can no, just they switch can. it and, you know, the switch where it's just, you know, they I play. I think they're still trying to find where Clay fits. I can see that. Because I mean, you had this chemistry with these guys and – uh now all of a sudden you got quote unquote your number two back. Um, you have to see where he fits. And maybe it's Clay coming off the bench for a little bit. Maybe it's him coming off and giving that spark off the bench. I mean there's nothing wrong with being a six man, but how do you tell Clay Thompson to come off the bench? You don't. You know, I mean, so that's, that's it's just one of those things where you have to see where he fits yeah. and everybody kinda has to readjust their role. And then you go from there. If he wasn't the, the defender that he is, maybe that's that's the move. 
but he's such a great defender no, that he's it's such like, a great defender. You, you got to have that guy in there playing, you know, thirty-five plus minutes a game. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, man, Ginobili came him. off the bench and was playing 30, 35 minutes a game. No, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I mean, so that's true. Not but. saying that. Clay Thompson isn't better than Mano or not saying, you know, but Mano's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. As far as that, and he has five rings. Yeah. Right? Four. Well, he's got, four maybe you just put, keep yeah. putting him on, uh, you put him on, so this is his last five, 18, 16, 7, 33, and 17. Uh, maybe you put him on minutes restrictions. Maybe something like that. I mean, because obviously Andrew Wiggins has shown that he can carry a good brunt of the workload. I mean, he's done it for the first half of the season. He was a fucking all-star. Um, so he can hand, so he can handle. He was a starting all star, wasn't he? Yeah, he was into the starting. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, why not just you know put if if Clay needs that kind of break, then put him on minute restrictions, or give him start giving him nights off. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. All right, so that was your number four. Yeah, number, number three? fourteen. Um, number three, I have the Heat, number one team in the Eastern Conference right now. Uh, they've been they've been playing good ball, bro. So right now they're number three. Number two. The Grizz. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know you guys didn't think. Look, Grizz are 7-3, last 10 games. They're the number three team in the West. John Morant is playing. Like, I, I know we have these talks about Joel Embiid, DeMar, Giannis. Oh, we're going to talk about that here in a minute. I know. That's I know but John Morant has been playing lights out. That little spin move that he had this in, weekend. That was in Chicago. It was ridiculous. And he's yeah. exciting. Drop That's four, the crazy thing. He dropped 46 against Chicago. Who's your NBA team? <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Hey, my they know their identity. By the way, their star came back and he's been balling. I know, and they won this weekend. I was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I got the Grizz at number two, and then I have the Suns. Even though they lost a couple games, um, they're still eight and two their last ten games. I have the Suns at number one, and that could possibly change because I think Chris Paul's out for a little while. Six to eight weeks. So six to eight weeks. Yeah. So. Uh, interested to see what's going to happen with that. I think they have enough talent on that team to, you know, hopefully not fall out of the number three spot. But I guess we'll see what happens. Let's see here. Um, coming up. With the way the Grizzlies are playing. Look. They got a nice little stretch coming up. They got the Bla- I mean, they got the Blazers, Knicks. They do play the Bucks, But then they get the Magic, and then they play the Heat. So they got – so the next five, they got two really good teams – facing two really good teams, but they got three pretty – yeah, dud teams. Even though the Knicks, the Knicks are the Warrior team, beat, did beat the Warriors. The yeah, night. I was just about to say that. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm interested to see what's going to happen uh, these next come coming up weeks. But I can tell you this: like as far we're so we're far enough in the season to where I can say these teams are not pretenders. Uh, these teams are contenders. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned. Sure. So you know you might see them fall off the list and get back on the list, but I could definitely say I feel like these top five, these five teams are here to be in the playoffs at the end of the year. Yeah, I agree with that. So. I do, like what you, I do like what Utah's been doing lately, though, too. Yeah, Utah, they, they're on the bubble, actually. Yeah. I was going to say that Utah's on my bubble. Um, they're 82 in the last 82 10. in the last 10 games. And then Denver's playing they pretty really well, too. They really don't get enough credit, and it's probably because they're in Utah. But Utah balls, bro. Utah balls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's a beast. So hopefully they can. We'll see. I'm, I'm really excited. I love playoff basketball. Love playoff basketball. It's so exciting. Everybody actually gives a fuck. I feel like... Uh, so I'm excited to see what's going to happen these next coming up months, close to the playoffs. Yeah, I'm excited. To, I'm kind of excited about this bubble, the bubble watch because uh, I'm slowly excited watching the uh, Lakers 
just slide right on out of there. Dude, the Lakers are just terrible, terrible, bro. And it's, the Pelicans it put sucks. Them to work. It sucks. It sucks because I'm, you know, I'm a LeBron fan. I don't care how yeah. you guys feel, but watching him, and I feel like he's still in his prime right now, which is crazy to say. At you know his age, yeah. But I mean, he's still in his prime. Any team he goes to, he'll be the best player on that team, right? Except for the Grizzlies, maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. But you I mean, either, like, either yeah. way, you arguably the best player yes, on the team. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it just sucks to see him in this position to where he has these this talent around him, and he's losing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, LeBron, you did this. Yeah. You set this team up. You put expectations on this team. You told everybody to keep that same energy when everybody was like, oh, these are a bunch of old, old guys that are not going to be able to last through the season. And your number two guy is the one that can't last through the season, Anthony Davis. Yeah. Um, uh, He's going to be out another six to eight weeks, they're saying. Jesus Christ. Crazy. Like, dude, you're Glass. You're Mr. Glass. What do you think Carmelo's thinking right now? He's like, dude, I just can't. bullshit. Like, I'm going to have to just look out whoever the best team is next year and just go jump on them real quick. Well, for Carmelo, he was just on the Blazers, right? And he would have been in the same position. If, yeah. if he's re-signed to the Blazers. Right. I just so, mean, like, which, I got a question he just for you wants in a, a second. championship, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I get that. The great thing is that he's ex- – Carmelo's accepted this role, this off-the-bench role, and he's played actually pretty no, well. You could ar- you can make an argument he's been the second-best player for the Lakers yeah, this year. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You really can. Yeah. For sure. Um, Carmelo's still a scorer, Yeah, he's, I mean, he's a player. He's a I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, he started uh, the year shooting his best ever right, from see, three. I don't so. really feel too bad for Carmelo as far as championships because – Carmelo has been a selfish player his entire career. That's, that's true. And it took him being out of the league for a year and a half or two years to come back and accept the role. That's because fair. I remember when they, you know, when he came to the Thunder and they were like, "Hey, Carmelo, how do you feel about coming off the bench?" He said, yeah. "Coming off the bench." Yeah. And oh, look he at you laughed now. it off. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you now. So I don't feel he's been extremely. I remember one year he played the All Star game. This was on the Knicks. He played the All Star game, even though he was quote unquote hurt. And then after the All-Star game is when he wanted to sit out. It was like the All-Star game was more important to him than his actual team because he could have gotten surgery or he could have been healing yeah. instead he wanted to play in the All-Star game. So I don't, yeah. I don't feel bad for Carmelo, really. That makes sense. To be honest I get with that. You. Let me give you a situation. These four teams right now in the West, this is for the night 10 spot. This is for that, the playing game. Lakers, Pelicans, Portland, and at San Antonio. Who are the two making it in? Lakers, Pelicans, Portland, San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Let me see that real quick. Yeah, yeah. Let me see this real quick. Yeah, Hold go on. ahead. Um, I'm going to go – honestly, I'm going to go Lakers and San Antonio. And the reason I say San Antonio, one, I don't know how long Dame's going to be out. Yeah. And when Dame gets back, he has to play – he has to get back to his his normal self. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, he doesn't really have much around him. Right? In mm-hmm. my opinion. He doesn't have a whole lot going for him on Portland. Um, the Lakers are going to get in there because LeBron's not going to allow them not to be in that playing spot. Yes, the NBA will not allow LeBron yeah. to be out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants anyway, to say, hey, you want to Anyway, Preston, Hater, you were just rooting for him not too long ago. Just? But you were rooting for him when you... Bro, I don't even feel like getting into it. Anyway, you disturbing what me and Philly talk about. Yeah. So, I do. Uh, I do feel like in the Pelicans, bro, it's a shit show. Zion's not invested. Uh, they're not going to win with the team that they have now. 
right? CJ McCollum isn't all of a sudden going to take him to the promised land. He's never been that type of player. Well, let's just be just right. Yeah, that I mean, I agree with that, but they are six and four in their last ten. They did. They had just come off of you know beating the number one team in the West. They did just beat the uh, Suns, and they just did demolish the Lakers last night. I mean, which isn't hard to do. I mean, it's not hard to do. When I'm saying, but for the Lakers, I mean, it got so bad that they now in their uh, was it? uh, Hold on, the uh, yeah, their New Orleans Pelicans Twitter bio beat the Lakers by 28 in LA with a sunshine emoji. (laughs) See you Wednesday (laughs) to the Smoothie King (laughs) Center. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So I'll say this. I, and, but I do like the the, the Spurs. I do like the Spurs. I, do, to do I, I I honestly feel like the Spurs have a, a rising star, um, first time All Star in Deontay Murray. Yep, uh, he's averaging twenty points, nine assists, eight rebounds. He's a stud, bro. And yeah. I, he had a couple years. Where he, I think he tore his ACL, so he missed a little bit of time, and it took him to get to this stage of his playing of like. The way he's playing now, it took him a little while, about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as coaching, name me a better coach in the NBA than Popovich. I mean, give me one. Yeah, you know, if they can just if they can just get streaky at the right time, and you know, just just run everything through Murray, I, I see them getting into that other that other playing spot. Yeah, it's, I agree. I, I actually agree with those two. Um, I just think, I mean, if Portland can hang around until Dame gets back. Just like keep it within like a couple games of New Orleans or the Lake or you know of the Lakers or whoever's in that ten spot. I think they have a shot. Um, but yeah, I think L.A. and San Antonio is a good pick. Yeah. Preston, thoughts, feelings. Um, <clears throat> I, I was gonna go Lakers and uh, probably Pelicans. I mean, that, I I thought more of that direction. I, you know, same thing you're saying about Trailblazers. You just really don't know what you're gonna get with Dame when he does get back. Uh, San Antonio, just to be honest, I don't know anything about them this year. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> you, you want to like believe and pop and all that stuff, but obviously that franchise has been, you know, and they, they've got a completely different look. I mean, it's, completely, you know. Completely, because they used to run through the big man oh, absolutely. for years. Yeah. David Robinson, then Tim Duncan. Yeah. yeah. And so People it just, forget about it's, David a, it's, Robinson. A, it's a different look and uh, different feel and everything there. And, Pelicans, I mean, yes, they are kind of a – it's weird with Zion and all that stuff, but um, I don't know. They just seem like they're playing good enough ball to be like, okay, I could see them finding a way in. They have they have some – you know, pieces. with Brandon, Brandon Ingram and, and, and C.J. McCoy, they have pieces. Yeah, they do have a but, tough stretch coming up, though. Yeah, and, you know, it's just – I don't know. How do you play mentally? Like, if you're a player on a team – and your best player, quote unquote, the, the 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 guy who's supposed to be the franchise player in Zion Williamson, doesn't communicate with anybody, doesn't show up to the games. You know, he's not, he doesn't have your back. Like, are you motivated to be like, fuck you, Zion? Like, we're about to go out here and we're about to ball and get into these playoffs, whether you want to be here or not. Yeah. Or are you kind of deflated by it? So it just really depends on how they respond to that. Here's Pelicans' next four games. They got the Kings uh, Wednesday night, which that's a very winnable game. Yeah. Then they go Jazz, Nuggets, Grizzlies. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> it's a and then, then, they, then they follow that up with the Hornets, which 
I that's sure. a tough, we, we, we all like the Hornets. Yeah, that's tough. Um, and then they get the Rockets and the Suns and then the Spurt. I mean, this yeah, that's, that's kind of brutal. Yeah, I, might, I might have brutal. changed my pick out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm looking at it now in this final stretch. Um, but no, I, if they can withstand that, I mean, the Pelicans. Even if they can go, how many games did you just name? I just named. I just named. I probably ran off about six. If they can go three and three. they go two four and four. Six. Are their next ten? You want another next oh, ten? I'm sorry. Here, here, here we go. This four is, two. Yeah. Here's their next. Here's their next. Let's just say their Even next three ten. Three wouldn't be yeah, bad. Three though. three wouldn't be bad. Three, three, they got three Kings, Jazz, Nuggets, Grizzlies, Magic, Hornets. Rockets, Suns, Spurs. I mean, there's six games that's winnable cool. in there. That's the that's Pelicans. Yeah, there's they, about six games winnable in there. They've got so the, they. I mean, here's the thing: they have beaten the Suns. I mean, if they can beat the Suns, they can beat just about any of these. And they can beat the Nuggets, Grizzlies, or Jazz. They, the they Pelicans can both beat the Suns, right? Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yesterday uh, they beat them on. I think they beat them Saturday without Chris Paul. Yeah, I mean, I, okay. I mean, it'd be a Friday, but yes, it is without Chris Paul. Uh, yeah, I know, but I mean, they had. I mean, they still. I mean, the Suns still have Devin Booker. They still have all those guys. Yeah, they still have guys. You're right. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's a tough stretch. But no, I, I, I kind of agree with Preston. I think. I, the, I'm not counting the Pelicans. I think they would be my third team. They, if I went one of those two, they would be the third. Just because I the Port with Portland. I don't with Dame and everything. I don't know how long he's going to be out, and where they're sitting at when he gets back. Yeah. So just to go real quick, I mean, right now Charlotte in the East, Charlotte and Atlanta are in that nine ten spot, and then it goes Washington, New York. We're pretty good with Charlotte and Atlanta being that nine ten team. Man, how the Wizards are falling. Um, yeah, I'm comfortable with that. I think uh, even though the Hornets are two and eight, their last. The, the, to me, the Hornets are just extremely exciting. If they could just figure out how to play, they have a bunch of young guys. If they could just figure out how to be a little more fundamental, be a little um, more consistent, be a little more consistent. Uh, Melo's kind of like, even though I enjoy watching him, he's kind of all over the place sometimes. Yeah. I feel like if he played within the system a little more and played to his guy's strengths, yeah. Uh, they would have a little better record. Did you guys see the end of that game the other night where uh, Lamelo gets the steal at the end? It's tie ball game. He gets a steal right at the end on the inbound and like turns around, chunks one up, try to make it right before uh, time expired before overtime. It, the announcer, <laughs> if you could have listened to the announcer, he was already hyped before the inbound, and all of a sudden he got the steal. I was like, <laughs> and it's like, and we're going over that. <laughs> Dude, what? I have to find the clip and send it to you. Oh, it was I, mean, I just think some of those guys get bored. He was just so high to see it. It was like, damn. Like, damn. <laughs> well, that's a, I mean, the well, funny thing. Must be yeah, I mean, something. Yeah. I mean, right now, Charlotte and Atlanta are only a game and a half behind uh, Brooklyn for that eight spot. So, damn, that's crazy. Damn, that's crazy. It's nuts. Um, that's crazy. So it's you know anything can really happen. I mean they're only I mean they are was it it looks like remember two and I, a half two and a half behind Toronto for the seventh spot. Remember I had the list and the Wizards and the Power Five and the Wizards and Nets were on there like number one two or three. Oh yeah, <laughs> and now they're like Wizards are eleven. Imagine how much money you could have made this year on on the Nets, like before the season, if you'd taken like the over under wins and things like that, and oh, or, or see they would have 
you know, we know it's crazy. Clear. You know, it's crazy too. It sounds like New York's going to already drop that the mandates. Oh, really? so that means no, Kyrie oh. still can't play. Why? Because Kyrie's allowed in the facility, but he's not allowed to play the games. New York, hold on, I want to rant about this real quick. New York, you're—I don't know what the what is going on in your mind. Whoever's running this shit, the mayor or you know the governor. Bro, this is so backwards. It is so backwards. And that's, I'm not sticking up for Kyrie because I feel like he let his team down with his decision. Like, I, I understand it. But at the same time, it's like, bro, you're playing for more than yourself. Um, oh, yeah, I see but now. New York, you allow away teams to come into your the stadium and whoever's away team guys who are unvaccinated to play at the Barkley Center. But the guy who actually plays for the Nets can't play in the Barclays Center? Help me make sense of that. Please. You, 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 you have this new mandate coming out, and a way guy, still unvaccinated away guy, can still play in the Barclays Center. How many? Kyrie can go into the building and practice and do everything else, but he can't be actually on the play. court. No, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't how many, make how sense. How many people are actually not vaccinated, though, in the NBA? Nobody knows. Nobody I mean, really knows unless, right. unless the NBA knows. That's what I'm saying. I mean, but it's like, just like. But I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's just completely. It doesn't make sense. No, that's Obviously, everybody on the Brooklyn Nets, except for Kyrie, is vaccinated. Yeah. Right? right? Because they're allowed to play. Right. So if Kyrie's not allowed to play. Right. It just it's, doesn't make sense to me. It's all, yeah, He's it's on the team now for sure. That's not, yeah. yeah. He, he is. is. But, okay, real quick. Let's go uh, our top three right now players. Like MVP? MVP? Look, yep. Uh, uh, I got to go Embiid. Uh, I'm gonna go and be DeRozan, and then probably I gotta go. I'm gonna go Jaw. I'm gonna go and be DeRozan and Jaw. And I, it's not it's not Giannis or anything because Giannis is still playing great. But yeah. what Embiid is doing is incredible. And by the way, uh, Philadelphia has a, a legit shot getting one of those top two seeds. Especially they played the way the other night with him and Harden. I know. They look uh, good together. Which, by the way, Kevin's got to be looking at that, watching. And it's like that uh, gif of uh, the uh, Blink-182, the guy just sitting there just going, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you know, where was this guy yeah, at? And where was absolutely. this guy at for them? But, uh, he checked out, man. I mean, he was done with the he was, I mean, he legitimately was. But um, the way, uh, you know, way... Embiid is going. It just—it's almost getting to a point where he's like slowly kind of closing it up. Yeah. But you just cannot overlook what uh, DeRozan has done these last like ten games. I mean, he has. I mean, it went from he's. I think there's if there is a gap, it's not a far one between him and Embiid. With him being being one, because DeRozan has legitimately carried the Bulls. Oh, absolutely, they kept them in the no, top two spots. Honestly, he really has. He I mean, really has. and this surprises me because I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't the big fan of the the Rosen move when it was mm-hmm. announced. I was just like, you already have a slasher guard in Zach Levine. Why are you getting another slasher guard? But it's just worked out so much better than I thought it was going to. He's and to out, be man. a Bulls fan and see your Bulls playing like this, I mean, I haven't been as excited about the Bulls since um, Derrick Rose days. Wow. You know, and that I was hyped. Know, that was man, you know, time. Obviously, LeBron was still my guy back then. But the Bulls, man, they take priority over. They take priority over anything. Any player, that's my team. I'm yeah, glad I got for sure. So, uh, but my top three right now, 
I'm going. Uh, By the way, he also ran off like was eight straight with like thirty point, yeah. like fifty 30 plus, plus, thirty yeah. five yeah. plus, and fifty field goal percentage. Yeah. Dude, he's and balling, they mentioned bro. that no bull has ever done that. Wow, yeah, he's balling, bro. Yeah, yeah, right. no bull has ever done that. Who's but your one bull bought us six championships. That's anyway, true. I just want to say that. So uh, never heard you say that before. <laughs> yeah, first um, time, huh? First time for the pod. Um, my top three right now is in B, Giannis, and Demar. Uh, I feel like no matter, no matter what anybody says, nobody's going to tell me that 29, 11, and 6 from Giannis is an MVP material. Uh, I think right now, Embiid deserves to be the front runner in the MVP. Um, he's definitely playing. He's balling out last three games, 36, 10, and 4, 34, 10, and 3, 37, 9, and 3. That's MVP talk. And, you know, like you said, the the Sixers are still competing for one of the top four spots. Yeah. Um, he's balling 20, 29, 11, and 4. He's definitely the front runner. But I'm super excited just to even have DeMar DeRozan and AVP talk playing mm-hmm. on the Bulls. Um, he has been playing lights out. Uh, I didn't think he was going to be the guy over Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. But he's showing that he's still a guy with whatever team he goes on. I don't know why. I don't feel like he was playing with this at this level when he was on the Spurs. I was just about to bring. I don't up. know. I don't know what. Um, where Pop, this why new, Pop could not get this kind of get because, this out of him? Because Demar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan isn't really. He's kind of a more of a slasher. Like put the ball in my hands. And just he doesn't shoot work. a ton of threes. He's not a system guy. Yeah, I agree. Popovich with that. has had a lot of success with guys who are extremely fundamental and system guys. AKA Tony Parker was never flashy. AKA Tim Duncan was never flashy. Mano Ginobili was probably the flashiest person on the Spurs during that championship run. Oh, for sure. You know their dynasty run, and yeah. that's just because he. Just played with a different energy. Yeah. Um, we sure it wasn't Robert Horry? <laughs> no. Robert Horry was probably the most exciting guy in 2001 yeah. <laughs> on the Lakers against the Kings. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go, as far as the MVP talk, though, I'm going to go DeMar, or I'm going to go Embiid, Giannis, and DeMar. Not discrediting John Morant. Mm-hmm. I think he's playing lights out ball. He's a superstar. He's the future of this Grizzlies team. He's going to take this team deep in the playoffs one day, um, maybe even to a championship. But right now, I'm definitely not. Embiid's a guy. I don't even know. Is Curry still on the list? No. Yeah. Because I think I had this, I don't he's even been think, too inconsistent. He's yeah. been too inconsistent. I, and yeah, just, it's not like this is his first bad stretch. I, I it's, think it's kind of. Let me ask you a question, though. If the Bucks work their way up to number two, a top three team. Are we having a different conversation? I think it's up it's, to the It's fair, yeah. Because I feel like Giannis is right there. He's playing MVP ball. And well, that's I why, why, that's why I have John credit. ahead of Giannis is because the Grizzlies are the, in the third seed. In the Western they're, Conference. In the Western Conference. The I'll, give tougher conference. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And they just and – and honestly, like, it, the Grizzlies have shown – you know, we talked about how the – Warriors have shown some let up, you know. The Spurs and the Suns don't have Chris Paul. That sucks. So they're going to have some slippage there without Chris Paul. The Grizzlies haven't really shown a whole lot of slippage. I mean, they even been, when Jaw was out, huh? even when Jaw was out, but they've been really consistent. And when Jaw's been in there, I mean, Jaw's been doing Jaw things. I mean, sure. that's Is why that I more had credit him. to him or the Grizzlies. 
I think it's a credit to it's it's almost in a way fifty fifty. Yeah, I'd say both. Yeah, I think the organization has done a really good job building around Jaw, uh, making it very comfortable for him, uh, and he seems like the kind of guy who, in a way, has that mentality. What Dame says, the kind of mentality he says he's supposed to have. It looks like Jaw could definitely want to do something special for Memphis. And you know, get him far in the playoffs. Maybe get him to an NBA Finals. I mean, he he has that mentality, and it, the organization is making sure they do every uh, possible thing to uh, build around him to make that happen. Let me ask you guys a question. God forbid, just to say, John Morant can't play, right? John mm-hmm. Morant can't play. Grizzlies still a playoff team? I think yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. Bucks can't. Giannis can't play. Bucks still a playoff team? Yes. Yeah. The East sucks. You think so? The East sucks. East, okay, but where do they they fall, though, significantly? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably six or seven. Seven, seven or eight, right? Yeah. I think Cleveland, I think Cleveland would jump ahead of them. And I feel like, I feel like regardless of the situation, of the Grizzlies right are yeah. a better team than the Bucks, right? Even if even without Ja. Man, I, they just don't. But here's the thing about that right. is that they – they have Chris, the Bucks have Chris Middleton. That who's the who's better than Chris Middleton outside on the? I mean, obviously outside of Jaw. I get that. Who I, else on I the Grizzlies is better than Chris Middleton? Nobody. I, I feel you there. Yeah, I mean, Chris Middleton did step and up Drew big Hall- time. Oh yeah, and Drew Holiday is still on that year. team. I mean, Drew Holiday is yeah. still a good player. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree so, with that. I just think the Bucks. I think you know. It's just you know coming off a championship year. I mean, you know, the following year is always kind of tough. I mean, they're hanging everybody in there. Everybody wants you. Yeah, everybody. You, you're, you're getting everybody's best game every, every night. Yeah. Every night. So, sure. and I mean, the, right now, like I said, they're you're, they're in fifth. They're in a good spot. I mean, you know, Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland. I believe it, they'll be in the playoff team. I can see them overtaking Cleveland for that four spot and getting in the good position. So. Um, I just had a jaw right now. Like I said, the or- agreed. The organization has helped out, but Jaw has done a lot of the heavy lifting for that team this year. Oh yeah, so that's why I think he should be different. number three. I mean, you're looking at right now three for me would be three A, three B with uh, him and Giannis. Yeah, and then I think I think we all agree that Embiid, Giannis, Jaw, DeRozan, and Jokic are the top five. Yes, not even close. Okay, hundred percent. So. That'll be my list right there. Solid. Preston, what do you got? Um, I mean, as far as NBA, that, I, I think that's good. You think Dylan, 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 Dylan. A little bit of it there. So, I'll tell you what. This weekend, uh, I didn't get to watch a ton of it, uh, everything, but obviously watched a lot of highlights and everything. This is by far the most exciting weekend of college basketball, and mo- most exciting I've been in quite some time. Yeah. Because. If you look at what happened this weekend, the number one team lost. The number two team, three, four, five, six, nine, <laughs> all lost this That's weekend. Crazy, I mean, dude. absolutely crazy. And, oh, you got that win in Bedlam. Yep, so you Shout got that win, yeah. And they, they, they did everything they, they tried could to, lose it. to get yeah. it away. It was, Should also be know that all the top six teams game. lost on the road this weekend. Oh, I didn't put that together. Uh, you know, you saw a lot of stor- uh, a lot of court storming going yeah. on. Um, this is just awesome because you know what? This reminds me, it's that time of year. Yeah, it's it that is. time of year where yeah, college is. basketball starts stepping up. You know, football e- ends, and all, you know all these sports start having their time to shine. This was a perfect weekend to start that. It was uh, because I mean, like it was just chaos everywhere, and you just see. 
and you can just smell and you can just hear March Madness is right around the corner. Dude, the energy for March Madness is just oh, it's, 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 it's different. It's, it's, it's so, so different. different. Yeah, it's so I don't even know what compares to that energy. Like seeing a team like a Cinderella team mm-hmm. beat like one of these top ranked teams and that energy from the crowd. It's oh, just, it's unbelievable. Is there anything else? Sister Jean just going crazy. <laughs> I mean, yes. There's there's two months throughout the year for me that always stand out, and it's usually March with the tournament. You're getting baseball going up, which that's not happening. Oh my god! Uh, but then you get you're getting ba- you're getting basketball, you're an NBA kind of into their they're getting set for their their playoff runs. I mean, it's just all, the the spring sports are coming together. Yeah. You, know, you got softball, and you got some other really good stuff going on. And then October, when October kicks in, when you got college football, yeah. NFL, basketball is getting ready to start. MLB playoffs, MLB playoffs. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's those two months to me all stand no, out. I, there is something special about those. Um, you know, obviously it gets exciting for me because golf and everything starts to get going. Oh, yeah, late, we got the Masters March. right around the corner. Ma- yeah, Masters right there. I mean, it's just like there's just so many great things that are going on. And the energy, like you said, that it that comes with it is just – it gives everyone new life. And hey, just, I need some more golf talk from you, Preston. Yeah? Well, yeah. We, yeah, I Masters see, talk. When Masters I want to see around. a little golf talk, bro. No, yeah. we will definitely get into it. I mean, I, I – the, When the Masters happen, I won't – Oh, dude. You got to – Yeah. You got to – Well, first of all, so – I'm kind of excited, so I haven't got tickets to the uh, PGA Championship here yet because it? it is in Tulsa, uh, May. Um, it's at Southern Hills here in Tulsa, um, but I got a practice round uh, ticket, so I'm going Monday of that uh, week. So all the golfers start showing up, and they just literally just practice. So they'll they'll have like groups or whatever, and they'll go out and like practice shots from different areas and everything. No. Well, well, we'll see. I mean, bro, PGA how, Championship, if, he should be If he does, playing. bro, I will if, let you stand if, if on my pl- shoulders. If he plays in the, <laughs> so, plays in the Masters, he'll, he'll get to, you know, he'll be able to play in this. But he also said his last thing, he just said he's so far away. So I, whatever that yeah. means, you know, we'll have to kind of watch and see how that plays Tiger's out. Tiger's not going to play unless he feels like he can compete. But I'm telling you right now, he's, yeah. a, he's the defense. That's for sure. He's, and, he's got a defending time. I mean, it's not the same term. But right. Last big term they've had here. Yeah, he won it. He won. I went to a practice um, round for that too. Let me tell you something. It was during the summer, and it was like ninety eight in the morning. <laughs> All and we walked that. around yeah. and followed these golfers. And I'm telling you, when I got home, my arms. And this was how long the U.S. Open. How long was it? How oh, long this was had it? to be like 2008. Yeah. yeah. So that was what 14 years ago. I, I'm telling you right now, I walked. I was absolutely roasted. I sat down and passed right out, and I just sat there like. Ugh. Well, I'm hoping. Uh, yeah, so this, so this is May. You know, it starts about eight. I don't know. I, I hope to be drunk by like nine thirty, just yelling yeah. things huh, at these golfers. Like <laughs> maybe get a glove, you know, something like that. I mean, if you see uh, Brooks, you got to yell Blake. Oh yeah, of course, uh, Blake of the air. But uh, no, I'm, so I'm excited What's about that. What's the date for that? May. Well, that it starts. So May 16th is that Monday, and so May what uh, 19th, 20th, 20th is when it all will kick off. But yeah, so if uh, if you're listening, um, still need a ticket to actual uh, <laughs> actual. Our, guy, our <laughs> golf our golf analyst on the pod. I he mean, needs a, he needs a little access. Because well, there was talk about you. Gray Bar getting uh, you know maybe doing something for that. I, I mean, there's all sorts of I've heard all sorts of different things and. 
and all of a sudden tickets like you know sell out and you're just like oh crap and then it was like all right so i'm gonna have to find someone corporate who's got those corporate passes and have to sneak in shout out dylan dylan got to go to to the uh, senior pga last year honestly and uh but Anyway, yeah, so super excited about that. Guys, uh, someone hook him up. He does not want to have to do sexual yeah. favors for <laughs> tickets, okay? That's what it sounds like. AJ's for golf tickets right now. If that helps with ZJ, you have to ask. You have to ask. You don't want to know. But back to golf basketball. Yeah. Great weekend. Like I said, got me super excited and ready to kind of see how this all plays out here at the end. Wanted to kind of just go over some of these teams. Um, obviously, we've got new rankings going into this week. After the chaos. Um, after the uh, chaos and everything. And just kind of get a feel. I know we haven't, as a podcast, have not watched much college basketball this season. Very true. And uh, that's we'll okay because it. we're getting into it now. Yep. So that's the important thing. We're here college you start, basketball. You start, <laughs> you start kind of digging into things and trying to find out who's the real teams and what's going on and whatnot. Uh let me see here. I'm gonna grab this. I got the I got the top ten. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. So the AP top ten. So we'll yeah. just run it through real quick. Just give me, because like I said, just use your limited knowledge of this season. Right. Just give me like pretender, contender. Uh, we're gonna start at the top. Gonzaga, contender. twenty-four and three. Contender. 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 Yeah, the, 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 I've Ch- uh, that Chet Holmgren is that his name? Yeah. yeah Number that one recruit. That yeah. dude is yeah legit baller. Yeah. I actually kind of follow him a little bit through high school, and yeah, he always looked kind of like he kind of reminds you of Giannis. Yeah. Tall, lanky. Just lanky. Yeah, but he his skill set. <laughs> oh, he's bro, he's amazing. Is. Uh, that's why right he was now, the number so. one guy. Yeah. Um, no, the, the, this Gonzaga team is good. I mean, obviously, they, they've kind of made a name for themselves last, you know, yeah. decade for sure, <laughs> even before that with yeah, Morrison and all. But I just mean like getting back into kind being of being a top five being, team. Yeah, being yeah. a real team. And this is definitely one of those teams. Okay. Uh, number two, we've got Arizona, 25-3. and three. Um, I, This was a team that, I mean, I thought Arizona basketball was actually kind of dead. For a little while, especially after the situation after, after with right, the Sean Miller situation, you know, with DeAndre, when DeAndre Ayton was there, uh, but you know, right now they're looking good. I mean, twenty, like I said, twenty-five and three. Uh, I mean, they're playing good ball. I've got to say, I'm going to have them as. I agree with you guys about Gonzaga contender. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Arizona's a contender. Yeah, um, no, I'm, okay I'm going to say this. Any, you know, you have a number two team in the country at twenty-five and three. Mm-hmm. A lot of these teams, we're so far into the season that you have to say a lot, at least the top five are all contenders at this point in the season. I think and there's, I, I think there's one, at, I think there is one in here that I kind of, I'm kind of waning on a little yeah, bit because as just, far as like getting to like, are you saying like pretender contender? I, I, I'll tell you right now, I think I definitely think to, those two are. I think Zag is a Final Four team. I think they're a championship caliber team. Yeah. Arizona. I think they have Final Four. Elite eight. They have Elite Eight, Final Four. Elite eight, yeah. Um, number three team. Baylor. Baylor. Baylor, I mean, we could definitely see a rematch of Gonzaga-Baylor yeah. at some point. And, uh, I, you know, they went in and kicked the shit out of K- uh, – or they beat KU this weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, they've uh, – they've – they haven't been waning, but they've been a little bit back from. But again, they are missing their top player. Yep. Um, and then to go on, you know, to beat a team like KU uh, this past weekend, I think Baylor's a contender. Um, I like what Baylor's doing, so um, I think they have Final Four championship uh, aspirations. Yeah, big game tonight against Texas at Texas. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, what, I mean, Texas is. I mean, the Big Twelve itself is just um, Duke. 
no, I, contender. Yeah, I'm, I'm still going contender. I don't, I, I don't know if they're, I don't know if they're championship, but they're going to be right there. You I like mean, the lead age? I'm, 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 I'm like they're them. playing for Coach K. Yeah, this is there's last a year. lot. Like, I think that at some point is going to really. They'll catch on to that. All the storylines going into the tournament, it's going to be about Coach K's last run and all that. There's going to be an extra little spark for them, and they're going to make a bit of a run. And as much as we talk, you know, Chet Holgren and everything, uh, that uh, Paulo uh, Vanchero, that dude's a stud. No, for sure. Absolutely. This is the top five team that I've been waiting on, and this is Auburn. Uh, Auburn so has, uh, the last few weeks, man, They've uh, they have not looked great. Well, they had the opportunity to kind of like run away with this. You know, they were number one for a second, and then out of nowhere, you know, everyone's like, "Wow, well, Auburn number one!" And then yeah. all of a sudden, it seems like ever since then they've just kind of fallen off. I mean, they beat up on uh, they beat up on Texas A and M and Vanderbilt, yeah. and then they lose to Florida on uh, you know on the road. Yep. Then they uh, they beat Ole Miss by seven, which I mean Ole Miss isn't anything special. Then they lose to Tennessee, which Tennessee Tennessee they'll be I think they're one of those dark horse teams. They're Starting to catch, yeah, yeah, and catch then they lose to them. But I mean, they also, you know, they barely beat a Georgia team a couple yep. weeks ago, and then they lose to Arkansas, which Arkansas, I mean, Arkansas is definitely a like dark horse, and like they're fun final to watch. four team. They're fun to watch, man. They're going to make a real run. At least Elite Eight. I mean, they, you know, they do have as much as I love OU. They did get worked by OU. Oh, and absolutely. OU is not a uh, <laughs> great team. Yeah. So I think Auburn. They would be kind of my pretender out of that top five. Uh, Sweet 16, I can see that. Uh, KU. They're always kind of in the mix, bro. I think they're pretenders. You think so? I think so. There's nothing about this KU team that, I mean, granted they're better than some of these other teams, but the team right below them, I think, went into KU about two or three weeks ago and put up like a 20-point ass-whipping on them. I was going to say, let's not forget this, though. Um, Beginning of the month, I mean, they destroyed Baylor. That's, that's fair. I mean, crush them. And then, yeah, I mean, uh, lose, right after that, they lose to Texas. We were like, okay. But Texas has been playing good, so you're yeah. kind of still out. And then, oh, you just can't win in Lawrence. Because <laughs> there was ever a time to win. That was another game yeah. that where it was like, oh, you could have had that. But, uh, you know, they beat OSU, beat West Virginia, beat Kansas State, and then, uh, you know, lose to Baylor. Um, They've been steady. I guess so that's the thing I should say. They're constant. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. there's a you know something there to that. But watch this be the good Kansas team where you know every year you're like, oh, this is it. You know, this is that. It's going to be the team that makes noise. Watch this be the team that is actually it because nothing flashy. There's nothing sexy about them. But no, they just, they just get the job. They done. just get yeah. the job done. Yeah, right so. at them, Kentucky. Uh, I'm kind of. I don't know what to think about Kentucky. I probably put them on a pretender list at the moment. Uh, they're definitely, obviously, Cal, Coach Cal can definitely get them turned around. I mean, they came off that loss this weekend to Arkansas. And then, but I mean, you know, they ran off, they beat LSU, which LSU is, I mean, they've got some players. They beat, uh, you know, Bama, they lost to Tennessee. You know, beat up on Florida. Sure, see a connection here, Tennessee. 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 I'm telling Tennessee, you, that's, some big wins. It's yeah, exactly. That's we'll talk dark horses here in a minute, but Tennessee would definitely be there. Um, Kentucky, a lot like KU, like you were just saying, this could be that team because there's nothing that really stands out to me about this team this year. There's no player that's. I mean, it's you know a lot of good players, but no one that's you know you're nothing of like a you know. They don't have a lot of expectation. They just come out and play solid ball. You know, normally the the one and duns. Yeah. The team with all the expectations and all the talent, uh, I feel like they always tend to lose. 
in a Sweet 16 or Sweet right, 8. Right. I can see I can see Kentucky, though, depending on, you know, obviously this all depends on what side of the bracket they get on. Yeah. Kentucky gets on a good spot. I can see, definitely oh, see an Elite sure. 8 move for them. No, I mean, early on I thought this could be a, a Final Four championship team, and they kind of, you know, fell off a little bit from that, but don't don't sleep on them. All right. All right, fans. Uh, <laughs> this is where it gets interesting because we get to see if this like hate translates over into college basketball too. Not college basketball. Okay. Not college then, basketball. Uh, then for the next two of the next three, uh, Purdue. What are we thinking? Because Purdue's been a top four team for a good portion of the season. Here's the deal about Purdue. They're one of those teams that you're like, they they just kind of like continue to like pop up there, and you're like, man, that you know what. Where'd they come from? And then you start looking at their, you know, their wins and everything. You're like, okay, like that makes sense. And yet, like you said, they've kind of just hung around all year long around this area. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, nothing, nothing super flashy, but they just get the job done. Always have big guys. If you notice, they just always yeah. got freaking big centers. Uh, usually, some tall white guy. You're like, the guy seems like he should be getting thirty and ten every game, and <laughs> all of a sudden he's getting boxed out by a guard. But um, I like him. I, I actually do like Purdue too. I don't know if I'm quite on the contender list yet. I can definitely see them like Kentucky being a Elite Eight team, yeah. um, being in there. Uh, they have a big game tomorrow night against actually the number eight, uh, ten ranked team, Wisconsin. Which last time we talked about Wisconsin, their head coach or assistant coach was getting smacked around by Jawan Howard. <laughs> um, I actually like Wisconsin too. I'm not gonna lie. I you know well, was, you skip somewhere in between. Well, we'll get to we'll get to Providence here in a second. You know, yeah, I was is Providence still in the Big East. Uh, yeah. Yes, and they got a big game uh, yep. tomorrow night too with Villanova. Yep. Villanova is another one of those teams. That's what I was gonna say. After ask me about Providence Thursday. Well, because I, mean, I want to see, yeah. you know, they they don't really play a whole lot of. Well, the, so they played Villanova. They, they did beat Wisconsin. This, yeah, they played Villanova earlier this month, like midway through the month, and lost. But I like Providence a lot. I like Providence a lot too, actually. Um, Providence would be, even though they're the number nine team, I kind of had them as like a dark horse, like Final Four run team. They beat Connecticut. Um, they beat Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, Connecticut's they beat, not they bad. They beat Seton Hall. Connecticut's number eighteen. Seton Hall was ranked fifteen. Marquette was a good win. Xavier. I mean, there, there's been some good wins. It's nothing hey, crazy. They, they it's kind just, of solid, bro. You just gotta yeah, they watch are. them play. They're they're good, man. And they're twenty five and three right now. Yeah, twenty five and three. Hey. Uh, you this, know, they, this gonna be a different game, bro. This is this is more just like a team, like a team. There's no no real standouts. You know, their uh, league scores got averaging fourteen a game. Yeah. I mean, this is just a just a solid squad. Yeah, and I think it's a kind of squad that can make. And you know, Providence has been the last few years. They've been one of those teams that people have been kind of like, you know. Providence is one to really watch out for. And I think this is one of those years that it's like, okay, now Providence can really make a, a run yeah. at something good. I would have them as a dark horse, like Elite 8, Final 14. Um, some of the other ones outside the top t- uh, top 10, I mean, we mentioned Villanova tomorrow night with Providence. Uh, Texas Tech, I like Texas Tech's team. You know, uh, I think they're going to give uh, Baylor and KU a lot of fight in the Big 12 tournament. I mean, the team we've just been talking about to the last few minutes, Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee's just happened to have a ton of big wins here lately. Uh, I like what they're doing. Uh, they're something to keep an eye out on. You know, Arkansas is another one. 
Arkansas seems to be hanging around there. Uh, you got the two LA schools and USC and UCLA. I don't. I mean, USC right now is twenty-five and four, and they're the number sixteen ranked team. I know we haven't been huge USC guys uh, on this pod, but uh, you know, tomorrow. Wow, Tuesday night is really know, like it, it is Arizona and USC tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, but then they got USC UCLA uh, Saturday too. So um, some big games coming up for the Trojans. Uh, they could be a team to look out for. So. A lot of good basketball games coming up for college basketball. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, it's just that time of year, man. You, you, all the big matchups, all these games. Got big Monday. Uh, you know, Tuesday looks awesome. Uh, you know, uh, going into this weekend, I think you start seeing some more things play out, kind of get an idea what it's going to – those one seeds, who's wrapping up those one seeds. I know it's going to take more into the tournament probably, uh, conference tournament. Um but, yeah, it's a fun time of year to watch basketball. I agree with that. So, Staying in the college game, yeah. uh, we wanted to touch on a little uh, college baseball because, you know, MLB can't get their shit together. So, well, Isn't it that time of week where we check in to see how I'm doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, uh, Preston Psyche because uh, uh, they gave out some news today, and I'm sure Preston was, you know, ready to punch a water cooler. Yeah, so first of all, I wanted to say um, there was talk over the weekend that a deal was close that it could even be done overnight and everything. And I'm like, okay, thank yeah. God we finally got through it. Baseball might start a little late, but we're get, we got you know got something down. And then silence and just nothing's getting done. Uh, and now I guess they're saying a month. The first month is looking to be pretty much done with. Yeah, where Jeez. I mean we could be losing time. I, I I'm already guessing well, that this first off the MLB season is going to be starting for me because I'm getting a new show on PS5. Oh yeah, so it's 100%. going down for me. Oh yeah, we, that's something we can keep an eye on. Uh, you know, see how the uh, your team is doing. Well, in the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, if you guys want, I can get the PS4 version and we can have a, a league on there. I think you so. can still do it with PS5. You can. I think, I think yeah. it's cross. You can. As long as it's the PS4 version, I found out. If I get the PS5 <laughs> version, you couldn't do it. But if I get the PS4 version, why? Because you don't have a PS5. I guess I know, different. but I thought it's cross. Right, I I can play my PS, the PS4 game on PS5. Well, I know that. No, I'm talking about. I thought it's cross like mm-hmm. branding, like with not with like, PS5. I guess something's different. I okay. don't know. But either way, I can still do that if you guys want to do that. We can never talk about have our own MLB season. If MLB's not wanting to mess around, then we can uh, we can <laughs> well, get some fun. We'll make stuff our own season. Yeah, we'll make <laughs> our own team. No, um, yeah. So anyway, I, I'm super excited that all that then that all happened and. Um, then you got Derek Jeter stepping down from the Marlins. I don't know what that's about. Stepping down from the CEO position, selling the stock off. Because it's hard to be with another team when you're not the Yankees and they're well, putting the deal. $30 trillion on players. And the Yankees you know? don't call him. I don't know what's going on. I mean, you find that guy a job somewhere in the uh, the franchise. To be fair, he may not just want to. He may just not want to do it. Maybe anymore. not. Maybe not. I, like I said, I, I was trying to read a little bit. And I didn't. I didn't find anything. Uh, you know, concrete yet of what what all this is about, but I thought it was interesting. Um, obviously, there's not much money there in that market. That what a team to buy or try to get into and like you know uh, invest a lot of time and energy in. You know, everyone thought he was crazy at first when he traded everyone off. Yeah, and it actually ended up panning out decently for him. Yeah, um, you know, getting rid of those big contracts. But anyway, I don't know. I just think. If if he's interested in baseball activities, you find that man a job in the, the front office in the, of the New York Yankees. So, yeah, I agree with that. 
Um, How funny it would be if he joined the Red Sox? <laughs> While we're on baseball talk, though, I have a question for you guys. So I was just looking at some, you know, obviously David Ortiz is the guy that got elected to the Hall of Fame first ballot. Yep. Give me your honest opinion. If David Ortiz played for in any other stadium other than Fenway, left-handed power hitter with the small wall over there on the left side, is he still a Hall of Famer? Yeah. He put up some pretty good numbers when he was with the Twins. That decent, yeah. He did decent, decent, but I'm yeah. just saying, how much do you? He had what? He's 17th on the all-time home run list. Well, let's be honest. I mean, if he if, played, if he didn't play on Boston in well, that left field wall, well, if he played well, in New York, left field, field, right field wall. Yeah, you're saying right, right, yeah, field, right wall. field wall. I mean, yeah, you, you say Yankee Stadium. I mean, he might have more. 50 home run exactly. seasons. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's not like, it's not like Wrigley would, is a massive ballpark. I mean, yeah. no, Wrigley's he, not could, a he, he could have put up huge numbers in Wrigley. I mean, so it's, I, you know, I, I don't think that's an argument. I, I think he did enough. It's not like he was dropping little, uh, you know, dinkers over the wall. It was, yeah, it was exactly. some bombs. <laughs> yeah. So, he was hitting bombs, I agree. Yeah. yeah. But I, I know what you're trying to get out. Though, I don't think he would have been. Was, was, I think he would have had. Few less home runs. It just depends on what you're talking about. I mean, if you're saying D- Detroit, he played in Detroit his whole career. Oh no way! Maybe yeah, we're looking at a guy who's not even <laughs> how many a remote. How many home runs did he, did he have? Over 500 home runs, or was it like 564? He's yeah. 17 on the list. Yeah, um, yeah. If he played somewhere like Detroit, San Fran, yeah. Um, well, I don't know that. That right, well, that right yeah. field porch is pretty short in yeah. San Fran. Just ask Bonds. I mean, not everybody. Yeah, Bonds. Well, Bonds uh, makes a whole lot of porches look short. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what a free! I've just been watching more and more stuff. I like. I've got. I'm following a few pages right now that are just posting baseball stuff daily. Since there's nothing else to talk about, they're yeah. just posting old Poor stuff. Boy. And you just watch <laughs> some of the stuff Bonds had did, was doing, and just ah, it's just crazy. Like once again, I'm glad I've kind of come around a little bit on him because I just hated him for so long. But now I think we all hate him. You don't. You don't, you don't have to like him no, to respect exactly. him. Like now, I just have such a new respect and like being able to really come around and let go of my some of that self hate that sure. I have, and uh, just yeah, respect his greatness because my God, <laughs> we'll never see anything like that. That run he had, there's nothing will ever be touched. Well, baseball like that. will never, bro. Baseball is. Baseball, I, I mean, they got to figure it out. They're, 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 they're only out, doing bro. damage themselves. Well, here's the deal. So this is my question because uh, you said sticking, uh, talking about college. Uh, we're going to jump back into college baseball because it's a very hot topic right now um, because all this t- – everyone hating on baseball because it's starting to piss people off. People sure. are to get upset. It's not just like when is it coming back. to piss people off? Well, I mean, like I, I'm starting to see more and more chat being like, dude, MLB, like – You've already run people off before. Like, what are you doing now? Where you know you're running off your fan base that you've tried to build back up, and here we are in the same predicament. But college baseball has answered the call and is doing a fantastic job. It's just time to start getting more games on TV and stuff, so people because without the internet. Um, you'd be missing out on so many great stories that are yeah. going on right now. There's a guy from Tennessee, a uh, pitcher, throwing 101 to 103 miles an hour. I mean, it's ridiculous. The dude's bringing smoke. You got a guy we had talked about a couple podcasts ago, Tommy Tanks, yeah. dropping bombs for The NC real story State. called his baseball. I mean, dude's batting, what, like 538, uh, nine home runs in eight games. I mean, just ridiculous. I mean, OU's off to a pretty hot start. Yeah, OU's off to a great start. What's crazy, too, about uh, Tommy Tanks, all his home runs, center like center field. 
gross. It's not even like he's pulling wow. it or anything like that. It's like all the furthest parts of the park, he's he's hitting bombs. Um, yeah, like you said, OU's off to a good start. They got LSU uh, on. Uh, they got a series. I guess it might be a series with LSU. Let me ask you a question. Ooh, no. They got a. Ooh, they got LSU, it's, UCLA, and Tennessee this weekend. No, that's, well, as great as college baseball is, and it's picking up steam, like you said, due to social media and yeah. other things like that. Um, do you feel like they need to play more minor league games on TV? Because, because let me t- one of the yeah. most exciting things about the NBA is when. College basketball is over. They go through the draft, and immediately they're rookies that are hot. Zion, LaMelo. Right. I mean, you name it. Immediately their rookies make an impact on that floor. Like, they're on the floor. They're getting promoted by the NBA. People want to tune in to see what they do, yada, yada, yada. I feel like it's kind of the same way with the MLB. You want to see these players. Obviously, the minor leagues is there for the development, and I'm not saying the minor leagues should go anywhere. But do you feel like as much, you know, you want them to promote more college baseball, do you think they should do that with the minor leagues? The problem with baseball is, like like you just said, it's more you got to develop your game. You don't see many guys jumping straight from the draft into the majors. or anything like that. that just doesn't happen. It's they go pay your dues in the minor leagues, you know, uh, light up minors for a little bit, and you might get that late call at the end of the year. Uh, for a call-up to get you everyone excited for the next year. Why do you feel like there's such a difference in baseball? Because baseball is the hardest game in sports, yeah. and it's not even close. And anyone who argues, you're wrong. It's the hardest game? You tell me it's harder than hockey? There's, nothing, hockey. there's, there's, no, there's nothing harder than baseball, period. What you have to you do— You know that from a, a standpoint of playing every sport? If you play I, know, hockey? I know it from <laughs> you take two seconds to realize what it takes to do to be able to hit a, a Major League Baseball pitch. Can you ice skate? I, I personally am terrible at ice skating, <laughs> but I guarantee I could learn how to skate a lot quicker than I could learn how to hit. I, a, I understand a, what you're saying. A fastball. Then all of a sudden right. you get a breaking ball, and you know I mean, there, there's too many things that go into it. No, the hardest thing to do in sports is hit a, a baseball, a major league, a professional. That's the hardest thing to do in sports, but yeah. I feel like there are other sports that are pretty. Tough. No, they're tough. Every sport's tough, especially at a professional level. You're playing with the greatest people in the world. At, in that, I'll tell you what, I'd rather be a baseball player to get punched in the face by <laughs> some of these boxers and UFC fighters. Right. I get what you're, I get I what you're saying, saying, though. I, understand I get that. what you're saying. I get where it's coming from and everything, but they're, I don't know if the, I would say it's the hardest sport ever. I'm just telling you, man. I, you look, I play, we've you, both played baseball. Well, we've all played baseball. We've you, all played, oh, yeah, we all play baseball. The, you look at the science behind what it takes to hit a pitch, it's just more difficult than anything else. Hmm. And then to have success, not not just hit it, because you can hit the ball. You can be right on it, right on the screws, right at the, you know, right to at somebody. Success, yeah. Yeah. To have success, to do everything that you need to do to be productive and continue to stay in the show – and not, you know, someone's always right behind you trying to take your spot. It's it just, it's the toughest thing to do. I, that's just my opinion. And that, mm-hmm. I mean, that's usually when it's that tough. Usually guys, one, if you're struggling that much, just learn how to pitch. Yeah. And then, or two, learn one of the, either learn how to either get better at hitting or become a defense specialist. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you they can find you a spot. Absolutely. And it's just, it, so it's just frustrating to see, like, um, you know, baseball start making some moves and getting people excited about, you know, Otani has a year like he did last year. 
you know, uh, being able to, you know, pitch and hit. I mean, it's just crazy. You, you're, you're coming off this all this momentum, and then you run right into a lockout like this and just kills everything. That's why I, I am sold on pushing um, college baseball, get, get people excited about it. Um, you know, from our standpoint, being OU fans, you know, OU baseball hasn't ever been great. You know, we've had a couple – had, had, had some runs, yeah. you know, where we've done some stuff. But it's not like these – you know, like SEC baseball. It's not – I mean, it's, it's not, not – if you look locally, it's not Arkansas. I mean, OSU historically has a little bit better baseball program yeah, than we absolutely. do. Um, but, again, that's just because focuses have been on – you know other sports. I mean, it's not a historically bad program no. in baseball. It's yeah. not at all, just, but it's just not on the same level as some. You know the other ones like you know Texas, uh, like I said Arkansas. You look at uh, LSU, LSU. You look Miss. at you know you you know the you look at uh, USC's got a, actually a really yeah. rich baseball history. Yeah, I mean it's the teams like that, Florida's, yeah, stuff like that. Oh, your your classic areas for yeah sports. Um, I don't know. I just think this is a great time for college baseball to capitalize on the lockout and continue to press it because you can get a lot of people starting to view this, especially come uh, you know college World Series time. Where I'm telling you right now, I get into that every year. I could not watch a single inning during the regular season, but come College World Series time, I'm putting the game on and watching these you know young future stars. Uh, starting to shine on a on a big stage. I mean, it's just really cool to watch. Yeah, I agree, and I think uh, college baseball really does need to push the, push the issue. And it, you know, it, it's time for ESPN to you know you know open up you know open up your minds to something different. You know, MLB's not coming. I mean, give a Rod a weekend, call on some uh, college baseball games. Yeah. Let those guys do something a little bit different. You know, it makes it a little bit cooler. It makes it something you want to watch, but. I mean, ESPN needs to do something because I can guarantee you they would garner more goodwill putting college baseball, college softball on more now than what they're doing running, you know, multiple episodes of SportsCenter, you know, First Take, you know, all that other stupid shit. So yeah. I think that's what they, they should start putting their focus into. And Honestly, I, I would love to see – to see something like that, and I would love for these uh, networks to push more college baseball. Actually, more baseball in general. Yeah. Um, I want to see. Obviously, we grew up in a completely different era when it comes to baseball, and we saw shit that we're probably never going to see again. And you know, we idolized these players. We had. I don't know if you guys remember, like MLB the Showdown and oh, yeah. stuff like that. But you know, I they push having them push. These little things in baseball, I just feel like will add to the fan base. But like you said, Philly, they need to do something cool. And that's the problem is I feel like baseball is not cool as opposed to basketball or football and a lot of these sports that have adapted this mentality to please the younger crowd through social media, through hip-hop, through different things like that. You have to use different avenues. And if you want success, I feel like one of the things you have to do is do something different, like have one of these professional guys come and talk, or you got to do something. Baseball is not the most exciting sport. That's what I was going to say. Everything yeah. about it because it's it's chess, and people normally don't appreciate chess. They want checkers. 
So right. I would love for them to do something like that. Yeah. Um, it's so but, passionate, man. It is so passionate watching, like, college baseball. These kids are just so pumped. You know, there's like, some great videos over the weekend of guys, like, uh, digging out a triple or something like that, sliding into third, you know, pointing into their home, you know, the home dugout, you know, getting the guys fired up and everything. Yeah, it's exciting. You know, there's bro. just so many great stuff like that to where – they're doing a fantastic job on social media, getting people excited about it. So, continue to push that heavy. Get you know, find ways to get you know a a, a big game on 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 the television, things like that to just get people trying to watch it. Because I'll tell you what, I know, like you said, baseball it can be slow, it can be boring, all that. But when you got that passion, that love for the game, all that stuff going, and then you get like some big talent talking about it, really broadcasting these guys to the world. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they could take off with it. NCAA you know? needs to be doing pushing, you know, maybe getting some college games on like MLB Network. Yeah, you know, ESPN, you know, doing some different things to get this, you know, to get their, you know, it's just you know, like anything, you know, getting this product out there. You know, in a business sense, I mean, letting people see what's what's going on. I mean, they can't have MLB, so why not have some college baseball? Because here's the thing, college baseball, for them, it's, I mean, as much as we have our own minor league team, and it's fun to go to those games, but the college experience, you know, some of the up-and-coming stars are all together on in this college field. I mean, that's a little bit more exciting than minor league baseball. So be pushing that, get that out there for people to see. I mean, right now you got to strike with the iron's hot. For sure. Capitalize. Don't, the thing that scares me the most about baseball is everything right now in this world is so easily accessible for action and entertainment. Like you could press a button and watch the most exciting thing ever on your phone, right? And for baseball, with it being a slower-paced game, I feel like people just don't appreciate it. No, it's I and it's, get it. It's it's super scary because I don't want it to be I don't want it to be one of those things where it's just like it will never completely fall off. But what if something else comes around, kind of like MMA did to boxing? At one point in time, boxing was it. It was the thing, and then MMA came around and they gave them they gave the fans material that was more action-packed, less less. You know, figuring things out more knees to the face, and you know, I know you can't do that in baseball, obviously. Well, but I don't know I mean, what we can. I know what you're talking about, like being more exciting. I mean, that's why softball is more. I mean, to be fair, we all play baseball, but if you look at what's popular, the popular product out of the two, softball is more popular. Yeah. I mean, because it is a oh, quick, no, for sure. it is a quicker paced game. Bang, bang. For sure, it is. It's, I mean, you watch some of and these teams have everywhere. girls that have just they do hit nothing but bombs. Well, I mean, not even girls, but. Men's softball leagues, bro, like, it's everywhere, right? Yeah. Right or wrong? Like, 12-inch oh, yeah. softball, bro. Oh, yeah. Traveling softball, like the teams that travel, it's it's literally everywhere. You're but right. it's even popular. that is not as exciting as girl softball, uh, college no, no, softball. No, 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 no. I mean, that's why that product is – I mean, I like Thriving. watching – I watch college – I watch college World Series. It's exciting because you get to watch some of these teams that you don't really wouldn't get to watch, like – it's been exciting watching Vanderbilt all these years during their run of making it to the College World Series. Oh, but you watching, too. You know, watching college baseball or college softball, I mean, it just doesn't – I mean, between the two right now, it just doesn't compare. Um, it's just a more exciting product. And, of course, being OU fans, it gives us a little bit extra, you know, excitement to watch. But you can get to watch some of these other teams, you know, watch these West Coast teams like Arizona, you know, the UCLA's, um, you know, Washington, Oregon. You know, getting to see them or even some of the, you know, future SEC opponents that OU will have. Yep. 
um, it makes it that much more exciting. Oh, yeah, that's going to be cool. Yeah. Because all of all you actually, yeah, that's going to be cool. Yeah. That. And SEC. I know you're going to be going into the SEC at the yeah, time with the new them. stadium. Um, you mentioned softball. I just want to say shout out OU for this weekend. Oh, yeah. Because, boy, do they have a, <laughs> a bright talent. True freshman throws her first perfect game this weekend. Jordy Ball. Yep. And uh, she is fantastic and pretty easy on the eyes, too. So she, uh, yeah, She's pretty cute. <laughs> Damn, dude, she's 18. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> Say less. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, like Do you said. Do we need said, to put a t- like a start saying, like, hey, Michaela, earmuffs real quick? <laughs> Bonk. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll move that out. Right. Um, no, I I don't know what the answer is to continue to try to get baseball more exciting because like you, I mean you're right. There's a lot of times, you know, especially watching like Major League Baseball. You know, you're six seven weeks into the season. It's a Monday night game. You know what? What's your unless you're like really into your team and all that? It's tough <laughs> to sit there and watch a baseball game. I get it. You know, I, I last I say I always talk about this. Oh nine, uh, Yankees championship last one, embarrassing, but oh, at least we got one. Uh, I pro I'm not kidding when I say this. I probably watched 140. Did you say at least we got one. Was that a diff? No, not not to you. I said oh, at least oh, we got okay, one. Okay. Yeah. I'm about to say we got more recent, more recent one. I didn't mean that at you. Uh, I, I probably watched 140 games that year. I'm not even kidding. That's a lot of time and dedication to sit there and watch a team. I just you know there was a lot of time. You know, obviously get to summertime. I'm out of school and watch a lot of that. Uh, I'm actually jealous in a lot of sense that you guys get to play so many day games. I can't believe how many day games the Cubs play because, you know, here I am walking at the office and I'll just see Eaton sitting there in the, uh, by the counter with the, Watching the WB uh, network on and WGN. WGN, that's don't, it. Don't I'm sorry, WB. Yeah, WGN. That's, I'm sorry. Uh, watching the Cubs and I'm just like, man, I'm like, who goes to these games? Because, like, you're always, everyone's like, doesn't someone work? Like I don't know. And you just well, they're not in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone just like hey. just chilling. Like ah. Well, no. it's one of the, there are very few people, few things in Chicago that can get somebody out of work. And back in the day, it was if Michael Jordan played, you're going to watch him. And then the Cubs. Yeah. No matter what you're doing, right. you're, you're hey, I'm calling in sick. Next thing you know, you're on TV drinking a beer. Your boss is like, bro, what's going on? You know, but Fairless, Bueller's day off. You, you understand, boss. Yeah. You get yeah. it. You get I mean, like, this is yeah, one of those things. Yeah, for me. He's yeah. like, ah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. fun, bro. The Cubs, well, the Cubs atmosphere, oh, like the state, it's just, it's yeah. just so much fun. Like, so, and that's one of the reasons why a lot of people like to go to the Cubs games. I mean, that's so Wrigleyville around there. Oh, yeah. it's, just, it's just lit. Oh, they've done it right, and that's why before mentioned before the podcast, like I don't agree with this guy on ninety nine percent of his takes. But uh, the tweet that uh, Colin Coward sent out about baseball just it, you know it unifies a lot of people. You know, people set their vacations around ball games. You know. People take off work to go to ball games, a la the Cubs. I mean, it really is, you know, a special time and it's a special game. And you know, it's something that one I wish. I mean, they took better care of. You know, they put better people in charge of. I mean, I wish they had the PR game that you know the NBA has. I mean, you. I mean, you literally. I remember this was a. This was this had to be a study about. 
10 years ago. But they did a study of all the baseball, the watch, the like TV ratings of teams that have both NBA and MLB. And MLB dominated a lot of those cities. The problem is that the NBA just markets their games so much better. Because oh, they, sure. they market their players. That's it, yeah. Mike Trout, like I told you guys before, it, it, he has more, a million fans. Mike Trout could walk into a movie, like a public place, and people probably wouldn't Would know who he is. Know yeah. who he Imagine was. if he walked Unless in. Unless it's us, yeah. and then we jump yeah. on him and like bite his ear off because it's Mike Trout. Like, yeah. oh my God, we love you so much. You know, but it's just no. one of those like things. Like I said, can you t- if I had like four voices and I was like, name his voice, could you name it? Nope. Probably not. I no. mean, that's crazy. He's but the best baseball Sammy, player. You could put Sammy Sosa's voice on it and I recognize it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, no. he has that. They, they just got to do they got to do better job at that and figure out ways to continue to market. I mean, like I remember just it seemed like just a few years ago and they might still be doing it. I don't even know. Um, if they if someone posted like a home run on Twitter. MLB would flag it and take it down. It'd be like they didn't want you. They wanted you watching it on TV, not just watching highlights on Twitter. Not understanding that's a great way to get people yeah, exactly. want to watch. Right yeah, that's so dumb. Huh? Who runs the MLB right now? Uh, what's his name? Manfred. Uh, Manfred. Manfred. He sucks. Yeah. He's the he is Al the Manfred. worst commissioner in sports. Oh, he's terrible. My thing is this: Who's the most popular player in basketball? I mean. LeBron. Okay. Well, well, okay. No, LeBron. Yeah, I mean, popular. I mean, right now, just in general. I mean, you can, they went to go look at followers. I, I think you can, I, if you went to look at followers, yes, LeBron. LeBron. Okay, who's the most popular player in football? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one, actually. Uh, well, I mean, you could, I mean, you could say. Uh, just give who, me a general. Who do you want? Patrick that. Mahomes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady? Yeah. Right. Even though he's retired, we can right. just say Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we can name the ten most popular players in football. Oh yeah, they and each one fun. of them would get recognized anywhere they go. Right. I mean, you could almost. Who's the most popular player? You could say that about not yeah, the sure. best, the most popular player in baseball. Tatis Jr. He's getting there. That's for sure. I would definitely. Uh, that'd be my number. I mean, Otani. But I mean, Otani is getting very recognized. Well, Otani probably is because he has a whole other country. Yeah, I mean that yeah. That, would, that would be that, that would so, be. I mean, so that would Ohtani, be the answer. Right? Yeah, Otani just because he hasn't. Bryce, I mean, Bryce Harper. Harper is very popular. Bryce Harper, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but most Otani Harper. Yeah, Tatis. I, I my Tatis. money would be on Tatis. 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 Yeah. Those those three players. Yeah, they can walk anywhere around here and wouldn't even really be recognized unless they had a camera around them or unless you're just a diehard baseball fan. See, that's it. And and I think look t- at their followers. Let's not understand Tulsa. And Tulsa, let's not understand Tulsa as a baseball town. Tulsa is a really good baseball town. So no. I think some of these guys would get recognized more. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, let's not understand Tulsa in that way. The fact that the MLB, I feel like, I feel like they create stories behind players sometimes to try to promote them, but there's just not enough push like you guys were saying from the MLB your best players need to be the face of your organization 100%. well sure yeah and you need to promote and promote and promote and I don't give a fuck if people get tired yeah. you just need to continue to do it because yeah, when Mark McGuire and Sammy yeah. Sosa were doing their thing promoting them was the best thing when Ken Griffey, imagine if Ken Griffey had social media back then would have been he would have insane. 300 million followers yeah, like Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo has the most followers in social media history right now Ken Griffey would be made around right. there. Right. I'm not going to say yeah. there because right. soccer is the but most he would be, he would the be biggest popular sport in the world. But he would be more in that LeBron range. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 for sure. I agree. No, I mean, so. he, tr- he transcended transcended the game for sure. I mean, yeah, bro, did, he was in movies, yeah, the mean, video yeah. games, I the mean, shows. So he he would have been everything. like LeBron. Uh, yeah, I agree 100%. With that. Not yeah. many guys I would say that, but Griffey would have been. Yeah. yeah. So it's um, just like promote your players, bro. Like I don't I don't know what else. No, we I need just to tell you. It just goes back to just find ways to help. You know, hiring a new PR staff would be a fantastic start. Yes, actually, hiring Theo Epstein to be the new commissioner would be the right I mean, step. Ooh, I like that. That would be the right step because Theo Epstein is the one who brought Griffey on to be a senior advisor mm-hmm. for the commissioner. So, first step, fire Manfred. Second step, hire Theo Epstein to be the new G or be the <laughs> or new commissioner. Or hire David Stern's kid. <laughs> Because yeah. David Stern is the epitome of using the best player or he, the most popular player. He did a lot of good things. So the NBA wouldn't be what it was. The NBA wouldn't be what it is if he didn't promote Mike the way he did. Yeah. So I mean, he did suspend him for 18 months for gambling, but. Suspended him for 18 months. Yeah, that's why he retired. Yeah. Well, retired. You don't suspend Mike. Mike don't get suspended. He He's to. like Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> he suspended David Stern. Get out of here. <laughs> that would be an episode we need to have one day just go over these wild, like, right. Michael Jordan conspiracy theories. There's, there's a few out there. Yeah. I still um, think he's an Illuminati, but we'll save that yeah, for another time. Yeah, okay, there. Yeah. <laughs> a good transition. Uh, yeah. no, let's uh, let's talk some entertainment. Yeah, um, you know, we're some like you said, you want to introduce a new segment, so let's go ahead and go ahead and jump right into that. Yeah, let's just uh, go right into the new segment we're going to have for the uh, podcast. It's called "What You Watching." Uh, just going to go over some of the shows, you know, any, you know, movies or anything, uh, you know, uh, that. Going on right now. I mean, this week we're and we're going to talk about it a little bit more here in a minute. But we're gearing up. This is the big week. This is the Batman week. Um, but so, are you going through and asking us what we're watching? And then yeah, we're going to talk. We'll do with that. Then we'll talk about uh, more Batman stuff. But yeah, you know, uh, you know, this past, you know, they've had some good stuff come out this uh, past month. Uh, you know, movies wise, I saw. Takes Chainsaw Massacre on. Uh, I watched it on Netflix. I didn't watch it yet. Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just. I mean, it's pretty to the point. You pretty uh, much know what's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I still, still, still. People get fucked up. Right, How about good, that? Good, good, yeah. good. Um, but uh, then, of course, it's all Uncharted, which was a lot of fun. I didn't play the game, so I, I mean, I just go off a of movie experience, and it was fun. Tom Holland and uh Wahlberg did a good job so but you know we you know going to TV I mean uh you know what we got Antoine what have you been watching here lately that uh Booty Talk 47 let me tell you it is I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm kidding no serious on serious no uh you guys know I've been watching them um I had you guys watching a few episodes yeah uh it's extremely uh Wild. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it is fucked and up. A lot, um, Not kind of. Yeah, there's no kind of. It, it, it's it makes up. me very. It, some, there are some parts that just really irritates my soul and it makes me cringe, especially being a black man. Um, I couldn't even imagine what people were going through in that time. Let, uh, let just me just to add give, to that give real a little quick, backdrop yeah. on kind of. Well, let me just add this real quick. Unless you are just a severe racist, <laughs> this should this should bother anybody should watching make this. Make you uncomfortable. Yeah, it should make you uncomfortable watching this because unless yeah, you just have a you know a hatred for people. I mean, this should bother you. But yeah, back. To- yeah, it is, it's just one of those things where it's like, damn. But I mean, it's reality. It's what happened. Um, and it's cool how they kind of play. You know, take that and, and drop it into uh, Compton. 
Compton, and then you know they had their own little horror twist to it. Yeah, the supernatural um, stuff. So it's I love it. It would have been I a good show without it. that aspect. But I, like, think I agree with that. I know I get how it plays together. I understand that aspect too. But like it would have been a good show for, even if you take that part out. It, I, I don't know. I'm really liking it. Like I said, I'm I can't wait. Five it. I finished it Friday. I kind of had some extra time finally. So me and the girl kind of sat down and just finished it all. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it's pretty been something. Good. I'll say that. I mean, it's uh, <laughs> it's definitely uh, different. And you know, obviously, it's it goes into a dark history of our country. So, but um, yeah, the acting's been good in it. Uh, the storyline's been uh, solid. Uh, the white people have been the worst. Um, uh, but uh, the supernatural thing is really it does. So this is the one – If I, I actually agree with Preston on this. I almost wish they didn't have this supernatural. And I, get, I understand you watched it, so I wish – in a way, I wish they didn't have it because it almost – it's like two shows going on in yeah, one show. exactly. It's like you have the tension between – with the white folks, and then you have – this horror aspect going on. Well, you'll see, like... Where I'm almost, like, at a point now where I just... I, I'm wondering... Because both of them... The, both the parents have it. This, like, something's going on with them. And I'm wondering... I mean, I just feel like it's, like, two steps away from becoming the Compton Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, when you finish... You- Continue watching. You'll start to, it's you'll start to understand yeah. Yeah. a That's little good. more of why it is what it is. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, they, they, I, I had checked. They are going to have a season two. So, see, I, I see. There's the one problem with living in today's world where all that stuff's out there. Well, that, that, but like in the same aspect of. I almost don't want to know that. I agree with that. I would almost rather not know there's a season two and just kind of see what happens. Because once you start getting that idea, okay, there's it's been renewed, da, 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 you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to get – I'm going to get a cliffhanger here at the end. And how far are they really going to dive into this? You know? And so I don't know. I, I, maybe not for this show in particular, but I just, there's a lot of shows like that. Where sure. I'm just like, damn Honestly, it. I hope they take a, a, a kind of a page out of the playbook of um, – What's that show? The uh, horror show, American Horror, horror Story. Story where it kind of like changes. An it's an anthology. Yeah, where well, it changes, changes. different. So or, Black, like, or Black Mirror for a sense. They do like uh, yeah. one season, like Compton. Maybe they do something in a different city. Something different. Yeah, some a different storyline. Like I get that because you can only cool. play. I like that. Yeah. You can only play on. Like obviously, we know what history is, but you don't want to just keep playing on. <laughs> White people beating black people. You know, I don't yeah. want to see. I don't want to keep saying that because it's pissing. I was raging low key about some shit I like, oh, it. that's they don't have to see me. Like, yeah, you know, black came off. out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck this shit. Like, yeah, oh, when episode t- when episode three had, when, uh, was it episode three or episode two when that fucking little kid's pissing on her like uh, bed sheet oh, yeah. and she grabs that switch? I'm like, yeah, beat his fucking ass. <laughs> I'm like, work him. <laughs> Where, I'm where, telling where? you, dude. But and then yeah, I'm just sitting, there, just sitting there just staring at her like – and it, it's almost at a point too like where it's like that scene happened and I'm sitting there like just tell the mom. Be like if he comes on my yard again, I, I will beat the fucking piss out well, of just him. Well, nothing well, see, said. You tell like, him that though. I might get that. Back in the day, it's just like – I might get that. The, and then, when you see the end, there's such a meaning – yeah. I get it. Just watch yeah. it, okay. and then we'll All talk right. about it when you guys so get to So you're watching them. What else you got? Uh, <laughs> that about it? My, 
my girlfriend has me watching 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I actually texted. Are you watching that I, too? I actually, I'm, not, I'm out on that dog. I actually, <laughs> I actually texted Preston like, hey, bro, don't you watch 90 Day Fiance? Because I wanted to talk about something with him. Uh, but come to find out he doesn't. He watches uh, Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Just finish it. And I was just like, damn, this is gay. <laughs> so I'm like 100% sure. What? Huh? Not anything's wrong with that. No, nothing's wrong with being happy at all. But I was just saying, like, this is, this is, <laughs> I was just saying, this is, a, uh, yeah. this is a happy moment yeah. for us to be texting. That's all. I it's funny because uh, I'm like 100% sure I hung out with uh, Torio and Tony and uh, Karen and them on uh, Saturday. And uh, I'm pretty sure they went into like a about 20-minute conversation about Love is Blind. Dude, low-key. Kind of fire, and I'm sitting there watching. I'm sitting there like looking for something to watch on TV while they're sitting there watching. I'm just like, I am not interested. It's a it's a very interesting concept, and it throws a lot of curveballs. I bet. But hey, I will say the finale did not see it coming. So there's some good stuff. <laughs> but uh, Preston, yeah, what do you finish up? Hey, you got anything else? Oh no, that's that's kind of what I've been mostly watching. Okay. It, 90, 90 Day Fiance is is really fucked up. <laughs> There's this, there's this guy on there, bro. And just there's no way in hell he ever had he was ever with the woman before this show. And it was just like he He's proposed like, yeah. to this he proposed to this girl. She said yes. He goes to visit her like a month later because she lives in Colombia. I was gonna say, aren't most of these like women like like you're like it's international, guys and women. Yeah, international. So, okay. just trying to get the green card. Yeah, yeah something like that, but. So then she goes back. She doesn't want to give him any attention. She's mad because he won't pay for her boobies to get done. And then she finally goes off and tells him, like, he asks, are we going to be intimate at all on this trip? And she's like, no. He's like, why is that? Because I think you're weird. (laughs) And then he's just sitting there. He makes this face like, because, you know, she speaks Spanish. So he has to translate on his phone. So he's looking at his phone like. (laughs) And then she goes on and then they, like, cut it and it's. It's the end of the show, and then you know they always show like the what's going to happen in the next episode. And one of the episodes, she's like talking to this guy. He's like, "I'm gonna have my friend translate," and she's just ripping him a new asshole. Like, I can't stand the presence of you. I think you're ugly. I think you're, I think you're like, Damn. I think you're disgusting. It disgusts me to be with you. I can't Shoot. do it anymore. All right. And I'm like, okay. "Damn, bitch." He paid for your whole damn house. He paid half her rent. He paid for her oven, her furniture, her kids' I mean, bed. Antoine is passionate oh, as hell about dude, this show. Stupid, I mean, bro. he's. A, I mean, he's in Columbia. He can turn around and go pay for get hit. Yeah, right. I mean, bang bang. Oh no, she might get him hit before he. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I'll, she, my girlfriend got me watching this show, and I'm pissed because I'm like. Why the fuck am I watching? Because now you're into it, Beyonce. too. Now yeah, I'm, like, passionate about it. I watch. I get it. Like, oh, no, I'm, I'm in there on the couch like, oh, this bullshit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, that's it. That's all I'm watching. Preston, uh... Obviously, right. outside of uh, Love yep. is Blind. Finish that up. Finish that uh, finale up. Uh, finish 1883. Okay, so how's uh, that? Overall, it was very solid. Um, there's a lot of things. Apparently, there's a another spinoff coming of it. 1932. Yep, 1932. He's got a lot of stuff coming out for Paramount+. Plus. Yep. Uh, so that, I mean, that will be kind of cool to see how they play off of this into that. Um Tom, uh, Pam and Tommy. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm all caught up on that. I've got to watch the newest episode tonight. So uh, Wednesday, it's the finale, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. So I mean, that's three shows right there. Just bang, 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 finishing up. 
Pam and Tom is one of my favorite the new shows. Yeah, I mean, that's I thought, awesome. I, I mean, I'm a huge Motley Crue fan, so like it's just kind of cool. And that I mean, no, it doesn't have much to do with them or no. anything. But, but it's to an watch Tommy look for him and, into and, that and see how this all played out, and yeah, I mean, it's cool. So I really like that. Um, watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Yep. Thought that was okay. I thought it was better than some of the other ones that they've had. Yeah. I mean, it was, like you said, they got after it early. Let me tell you something. I did not feel sorry for any of the victims in this movie. No, no. no. You'll understand th- what that means when you yeah. watch this. I was like, I was like, okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah cut yeah. them down. Fine, fine with that one. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll have to talk about it after. So, uh, anyway. Um... And that's pretty much it, man. Just kind of jumping around, still obviously watching sports and things like that, trying to uh, stay caught up with that. Uh, I'll tell you what. Ever since we had our dra- our boxing draft, all I've wanted to do is watch Southpaw. And I think I'm going to go ahead. Michaela doesn't own a DVD player, so <laughs> I think I'm going to take my DVD player over there and w- just go give watch. her that. Right? Either one, honestly. Yeah, you don't even have to do that. Just stream the shit. It's three. I got it right there. What's the point of still having DVDs? Because there's so much effort to bring a DVD I, no, player. I do plug agree. It in, I mean, trust me. It's, I've looked at that three ninety nine like three times probably. Just I'm telling you, bro. Just do it. Like, like I'm, I'm on that same thing where I I prefer having the hard copy. Yeah. Like I'll stream some of the stuff, but if it's right there, like yeah. I watched the other night one of the one things I went on to a little like uh, watching some. Uh, like heist movies uh-huh. and I ran through the you know I ran through the town I ran through Heat and then I ran through this other movie called Thief oh, and yeah. just like uh, just really uh, just you know I'm not wanting to learn how to rob banks or anything but <laughs> seeing a pattern here. you know uh, but uh, you know just a, a nice little run of a uh, certain genre but uh, I mean two of those movies I have on hard copy and I made I wouldn't grab that right. I mean uh, the town is on uh HBO Max, and yeah. he actually he is not on anything, which is surprising. Um, but I did have to go find Thief on something. So, but um, uh, let's see, yeah, Pam and Tommy, I'm loving that. Uh, if anybody who's seen the movie I Tanya, uh, the guy who directed that, uh, directed a, is that good? Yeah, it's great. It's really good. Yeah, I oh really like that. Yeah, I would out recommend it. Out yeah, of 10. well, one is huh? Out of ten. Out of ten, I gave it probably like a. I gave it about eight, eight and a half out of ten. Ooh, yeah, I really liked. I mean, Margot Robbie's in it, and obviously they got to They got to like. They, Low key, that's why I want to watch it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they, they, for you know, someone who's that hot, and uh, try to cover someone who's you know Tanya Harding back in that day. I mean, some found her attractive, um, but that you know they had to tone her down uh, a little bit, and even then, Margot Robbie still. Still a dime piece, so. But it's got the guy who's playing uh, Tommy in the new show. He plays uh, her boyfriend in that movie. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's really good. But he's, but the guy who plays Tommy, especially, and he's really good in this. I mean, the standout in Pam and Tommy is the, is Lily James who plays Pam. Yeah. I mean, it's it's almost not even close. No, yeah. I mean, she sure. is fantastic in that movie, and she looks fantastic. I mean, uh, there have been a few times we talked about it. It's like looking in a mirror. Yeah, I showed my dad the other day. I was like. Uh, he said he'd heard about it, but hadn't seen, really seen anything. He's, and there was just a couple times he goes, "God, that looks like her." <laughs> like that looks just like her. That's crazy. Uh, this uh, was it, uh, maybe I have seen the last one. The latest one with her when they showed her when she was younger, like in the eighties. Mm-hmm. That was the first time where I was like, "Okay, you can kind of see yeah. this chick what she actually looks like." Um, 
But the story is really good. It's really funny. I mean, Seth Rogen's good in it. I mean, just an overall show. It's super entertaining. Um, getting uh, caught up, finishing off, uh, you know, Reacher. Uh, that show's been pretty good. Uh, I put, you know, I'm a Tom Cruise fan. That's on uh, Prime. Prime, right? Yeah. And that's with the guy that was in uh, Blue Mountain State? Yep. Yeah. Dude put on 30 pounds of muscle for that and whatever steroids. That wasn't he. hard for him because he was already ripped in Blue Mountain State, bro. Well, I mean, <laughs> you look at this. And he played he, Raphael. He did play Raphael. And that, yeah, that, yeah. I actually found that I found that out uh, over the weekend. I was like, this guy looks so familiar. And yeah. then I like, because I didn't fully watch Blue Mountain State. I saw episodes. You didn't finish watching Blue Mountain I, State? I didn't fully. I, I never did either. I, didn't, I never really I bro, never got into it. you look like the kicker from Blue Mountain State. <laughs> <laughs> That's you really do, bro. <laughs> yeah, but no, I know. I never really got. I never got into Blue Mountain State. I know people who really loved oh, it. Yeah. Thought it was hilarious. Dude, I saw I a few episodes, and you know, when I started looking at the guys' IMDb, I was like, okay, this guy's been from Blue Mountain State, so kind of I saw some stuff with him in it. So, but he's really good in it. It fits what. Uh, <laughs> oh man, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but. For the books, I mean, this is what Reacher's supposed to look like. He's supposed to be a big dude, you know, tall, you know, uh, more broad, you know, more broad shoulders. I mean, supposed to be kind of an imposing figure, and this guy fits that to a T. The story is uh, pretty basic. Um, you know, first show, it's entertaining. It's got a few hokey parts in it, but overall, it's some. I mean, I would recommend it. I mean, because they got some good action scenes in it. Um, you know, for Antoine, they got titties in it, so. For he me. has been known to watch it. He has been known to watch it. Yeah. First off, time out. <laughs> <Yes>. For me, <laughs> there's three dudes sitting here right now that love titties. This is much. Oh, yeah. Two other guys I'm sitting here sure, right now. I'm sure the uh, ratio for who's mentioned titties more on the podcast. Hey, is, that's, that's fine. It's called your, the show's called Your Mom's Favorite Three, so I'm going to have to bring up a boob every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, but then, uh, let's see. Uh, I hope and of course, I finished, uh, yeah. I finished uh, Peacemaker on HBO, which is by far not just been my favorite show so far this year, but it's, to me, it's the best comic book show on TV right now. And that includes wow. all the Marvel stuff. Um, it's, I mean, John Cena kills it. Uh, it's got it's got great dialogue. The chemistry between the cast is fantastic. It's the best one? Yeah, I think it's better than anything that Marvel's put out comic book wise. Daredevil? I, I mean, Daredevil, I mean, that's done. That those are done. Oh, you mean like? Oh, okay. You mean? And like actually, yeah, now? I actually enjoyed that better than Daredevil and Punisher. Damn, that's crazy. I mean, it's just it's just a lot of fun. It's really funny. It's violent. It's got great action. Uh, it's got some really sharp dialogue. Um, it's got a good story. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, it's got a. <coughs> But it, I mean, you guys, watch it. See the final the final episode. It's got some really good stuff at the end. But it'll be interesting to see if they start uh, acclimating some more stuff from the Suicide Squad into that. But it, you know, it's just it's one of those shows. Like, okay, I'm really uh, I'm excited to see this. And it's you watched the, the movie, right? Oh yeah, I bought the movie. Didn't he? They it, they talk about that at the beginning of the show. Did he die? They talk about that at the beginning of the show. Okay. All right, for sure. Yeah. But uh, so that, that's where I, I'm kind of at the point, too. I'm like, season two is like, we're going to bring interest in and let interest in him kind of. Because mm-hmm. the interaction, the chemistry between him and interest, even though they hate each other, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And all this, like, uh, competition stuff they were going through. But 
that's you know it's a lot. There's a lot of good TV on right now. Uh, I can't. I couldn't recommend all those shows more. Um, and of course, I'm gonna finish up on trying to finish up this week on them. But I mean, the main excitement this week is uh, is in the movie theaters. It's the Batman. It's one of the most anticipated movies of the year. I kind of wish it wasn't coming, or you know, coming out so early in the year. Right. I wish it was more of a kind of a summer movie, but you know, it has no competition for the month. I mean, it's getting ready to take a big old dump on Uncharted in the box office. Um, it's not even gonna be close. I've been watching. I've been. They had some of the early reviews come out. I mean, it's been pretty overwhelmingly positive. Some of the reviews I've seen, any of the ones that have been down on the movie, you know, that's why some of these critics I don't. You know, I, I don't get some of their reasoning for not liking a movie. It's pretty dumb, but it is what it is. But leading up to the honor of the Batman, uh, let's talk a little Batman. Let's, uh, you know, the past movies. I mean, you guys, I mean, I think it's universal. I mean, Dark if Knight. it's the favorite, it's the best. I mean, for me, it's the best. Uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Good. Not even close. That's okay. That's and cool. it was shot in Chicago, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Um, that I mean that is for yeah that's for me it's number one uh, you know a couple of, what are some other ones you guys like I mean because for number me number two for me is Batman uh, Returns with the Penguin and Catwoman mm-hmm. um, Catwoman was Michelle Pfeiffer yep. the Penguin was Danny DeVito yep am I right it was in my top it was in my six is it my Christmas list? That's right. <laughs> Batman, Batman Returns is definitely my number two Batman of all time. I actually Out watched that not too long else, ago. I would say Batman Returns. I think I've got no. I, I mean, I'm in that Tim Burton realm. I've got the first Batman though. The I've first got one. an '89, yeah, with a uh, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. That well, to me is a, my number two. I just love the Penguin, bro. I oh, love yeah. the Penguin and the freaking umbrella, and then Catwoman was in it. Somebody else was in it too, right? Well, Christopher Walken was in it. He yeah. was kind of oh, he yeah. was kind of the pseudo. He was actually that. kind of the real pseudo villain yeah, in that movie. Right. Um, he played this uh, just corporate business guy who was, uh, mm. and he also had his son was in it, who was Latimer from uh, the program. <laughs> I was just I, I saw that and I was just wait for him to bust out and just yell out, "Seat at the table!" Seat at the table. <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean. Yeah, if I'm going to get into the other movies, I could bring something up. But I really like The Dark Knight Rises. I, I love mean, The Dark Knight Rises. That would be I, number three for it's me. It's probably two for me. Um, I just think – I know it's long. It's long. And there's parts maybe you feel like it drags a little bit. But I think it's fantastic. So I would probably put that on there. My number three, I know we've talked about it before because I've mentioned it. And it's not everyone's uh, most uh, – most popular, but I love Batman Forever. Dude, that's my number three. I love Batman it's Forever. Not even, the Batman Forever with Sub-Zero and... That was with Sub-Zero, right? Sub-Zero no. is a Mortal Kombat. I mean, not Sub-Zero. Mr. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Freeze. You no. like Batman and Robin. No. Hey. Oh, Batman and Robin. Batman yeah. Forever is... Batman, is that with right. the... It's with Val Tomer. Tommy Lee... Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones and... Uh, he's, or, he's, Tommy Lee Jones and Wait, Jim Carrey. Really Jim, Jim Carrey. Forever? Yeah. Jim yeah. Carrey. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Batman Forever has Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze yeah. and then Poison yeah. Ivy. Now, I love that one, too. Batman honestly. I really and Robin have But, like, I just thought, I thought Jim Carrey just did such a great job. I agree with that, yeah. That, I just kind of, like, that makes that movie for me. I just, I don't know. I love that, so. I just wish at a time it was a little bit more. I think Val Kilmer is in a different, his performance is in a different Batman movie. I think if it was a more serious <laughs> 
Batman movie. It would have been, I think we're talking about Val Kilmer in that it running is, for like the best Batman. The movies change so much is the problem because it went from more like – if you look at those, they're all like kind of silly in a sense. Well, the you know, top – I mean you name. go from Tim Burton to right. Joel Schumacher. Right. And Joel Schumacher like – he took the idea of what Burton had and he went – and pushed it into that more silly yeah. style. Was that was forever the first one that he did? His show, yeah, Schumacher yeah. did, uh, and did forever, and, Robin? and then Batman, Batman and Robin. And Robin. Yeah, and then Batman and Robin was so bad that it they took like five years to make another yeah. Batman. Which is I actually I really like enjoyed it. Batman I do and Robin like low I key. Do I, I, I say, I mean, the problem is once the Dark Knight came out, it changed everything. I was still a kid when Batman and Robin came out, so you gotta yeah. understand. Sure, that. I get that. So me watching it as a kid, it's like, oh shit, it's Poison Ivy, it's yeah. Mr. Freeze with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. They also had Robin. They had uh, who was Christopher? It was Chris O'Donnell? Chris yeah, O'Donnell. Chris O'Donnell. And yeah, this was had, Clooney. Uh, Clooney was Batman. No, then you had Batwoman. Oh, you had Batgirl. With, uh, Alicia Batgirl. Alicia Silverstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love uh, as a kid. I love Batman and Robin. Bane, Bane was Bane. in it. Bane, Bane was is in not, it. Now they did. They, he wasn't in this. He was supposed to be said. He was supposed to be more of the like goofy comic book version yeah. of Bane. <laughs> yeah. By the way, let's not forget that George Clooney's bat suit had bat nipples. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's nice. Oh, they yeah. Really. Nice. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I no, but uh, no, I agree. I agree with uh, one on uh, Dark Knight Rises. I mean. The thing about what made Nolan's movies so much so different, obviously, is he makes it as grounded as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Batman Begins is a great origin, you know, a beginning story for all that. I mean, Batman Begins is almost like the forgotten it really Batman is. movie. And to be, I've, I've seen on numerous lists, that's actually a lot of people's favorite Nolan uh, version of the Batman movie, and it's fantastic. But, you know, and then The Dark Knight happened. And a big part of the Dark Knight is, you know, Heath Ledger. I mean, that's 100%. That, that's, that's, that's the catalyst for that movie. Um, you know, you look at the, the opening heist uh, scene, which was clearly inspired by Heat. Um, I mean, it's just it's just an over, a fantastic movie. Uh, but Dark Knight Rises, I think, gets a little too much hate. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is long. There are some plot holes in it. But it's just such a fun movie, you know. The concept is really cool. I mean, you get uh, you get the you get that first fight scene between him and Bane. Um, it's really weird when you see a fight scene without any music in it, and you just hear nothing but the blows that someone's the punishment someone's taking. Uh, it just really adds to it, you know. That the way they make Bane a lot more grounded in it. Of course, Tom Hardy's great in it. Um, is in, is is awesome. I I just love those two movies uh, the mo- uh, the most in my top three and of course, but Keaton's, Keaton's Batman is just yeah I mean no, he is you're right that's where the difference is is that Keaton as Batman is the best Christopher Christopher uh, Christian Bale is the best Bruce Wayne um, but you look at what Keaton does as Batman you know doesn't really change his voice very much a um, lot of you know. He, it's just a lot of, you know, in control. Unfortunately for Christian Bale, man, he just never found that right avenue for that voice. Yeah, I, they always say that's so funny. I mean, they just go so deep in the voice. <laughs> You're not fighting you. I like that. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like, it's so cool. it's just like that movie Wayne on. It's just like his voice just kept getting deeper and deeper. <laughs> 
I mean, but yeah, those three right there stand out. I will say this though. <laughs> I mean, literally, it gets to a point where you're like, I gotta have some ca- I have closed captions on because I gotta know yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> but I want I do want to throw just a little bit of love at the Affleck Batman because he does have arguably the greatest fight scene uh, in a Batman movie and Batman vs Superman in that uh, warehouse scene. That was, that was yeah. fantastic. That movie just missed it for me though. I like that. What? I agree with that fight scene, but the movie itself. Yeah. Like if that if that movie was just I mean if that was just a Batman movie and you had stuff like that then we're talking something really epic right but I mean I yeah they it was that was just a misfire for me too but yeah man I'm I'm super excited about the reviews coming in um it's you're you know, going it's Thursday huh you're going Thursday no unfortunately uh, it's that I found out I got family stuff going on Thursday so uh, I thought you're gonna go to dinner then that or something no the, the the only it was either going at seven o'clock, which my friend just he just rescheduled. We're, we'll go see it Sunday, mm. but it was either go at seven or go at eleven. And by the way, the new Batman movie is almost three hours long, so I'm not trying to go to eleven yeah. and get stuck there till almost two in the morning. Yeah, it's a little, a little much. But yeah, but I can't wait to see it. I'm I'm super pumped for it. Excellent. Well, got anything else you want to add? No. <laughs> I, I do want to say I'm just when we were talking about things we were watching I did forget one thing finishing uh, uh, Book of Boba right now uh, I'll try it it's not great because I haven't heard a lot of <laughs> it's not I great haven't, I haven't had a, heard a lot of, of, I, of clatter I, around it I think there's one thing that's about to happen that is supposed to kind of help boost it up maybe a little bit but how excited I am for Obi-Wan to come out yeah Look, I just like I was really disappointed there was no trailer during the Super Bowl for Yeah, that. I know. I really thought there would be. I I haven't watched Boba Fett yet and the way you're making it sound they better have I haven't put watched all that, of that energy into I'll, Obi-Wan. I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah, no, you're right. And I think they will. I mean, it sounds like the way they're going with things and all that that I've read, it's it looks like it's going to be great, but it was like Boba Fett, the height <laughs> the, the show so far has been the first like five minutes where I'm just amped and then all of a sudden it just kind of went down from there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I don't know hopefully it finishes you know, uh, you know up well but uh, I got two more episodes left so we'll see yeah keep me up yeah I've, I saw the first episode and I was pretty like Man. Yeah, it just and never so, really picked up. So yeah, that's not uh, for someone who's usually kind of on the fence about Star Wars. Stuff, right. That's not no, that good. Not, nah, exactly. Not a great example. You but, think Star Trek is better than Star Wars? The movie, the last three movies were definitely better than the last three Star Trek uh, or Star Wars movies. Even this. Anyway, All yeah. right, well that does it for us here today, guys. So, this is just, this is just we, facts. We appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, putting a lot of content out on there. Um, and you get to see what we got going on. So make sure you do that. Um, we got a good show coming up this Thursday. Um, we got, got a couple things that we've got planned out to kind of finish up the week. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how it all plays out. So make sure you uh, listen, subscribe, and uh, don't miss anything for your mom's favorite threesome. So you guys have a great night. We'll talk to you later. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. See you Monday or Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs>